To all my heavy hitters and lockdown defenders, welcome to Sports Talk with Coach and Kurt, episode 97, man. We're back in the building, man, each and every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and all your popular platforms you get your podcast from. I'm your host, Coach Defense, alongside Coach Kurt, who is now in full effect, and he doesn't go for Eric Benet. We are back in the building, man. The mistress of the airways are back, ready to roll, man. And uh, we got a special guest in the building today, man. Our guy, our Philly insider, Coach Benson, a.k.a. Rellyville in the building, Uptown J-Rell. Yes, sir. What's happening? A- What's happening? What's happening? A.k.a. Rell Tresman. There you um, go. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, Relly, uh, the cousin of Nelly. Yeah, yeah. That's me. There you go. Uh-huh. Happy to be here, as always. Well, we the St. Louis Six today, then. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, man, we here, man. We had our feeling inside of here, man. And we want to talk about, first and foremost, getting off, popping off the show, man. We're going to talk about everything 76ers, man. Uh, the 76ers have definitely mm-hmm. been on a roll. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> took a bad one last night, though. Took a bad one last night. It's always it's always apropos, right? When mm-hmm. you have, when you come on the show, you know, we have you on. We have Coach Mike Dub on with, for the Knicks. We had Coach Trez on for the Mavericks. Whoever we have on, if they team is primed and ready for the show the next day, if they play the night before, for some reason, L. Catch L. I don't know what it yeah. is. Catch an L, right? Yeah. Catch an L. But, you know, like I said, they are definitely moving. They're definitely moving and grooving, man. And um, as always, man, we're going to talk about uh, everything 76 first and foremost. And then we're going to get into some uh, playoff news as well. And then we're going to talk some NFL draft and some free agency. But, um, yeah, let's get into it, man. Let's talk about these uh, here, uh, 76ers, man. We are definitely in the last uh, home stretch of the, of the, of the uh, season here. We've got about 10 games left. Uh, they're sitting at about a what is it? what are we looking at about a nine nine was it nine and two in the last 10 48 and 23 overall now mm-hmm. it's, it's that that loss actually dumped them down to third it was second when we, when we talked about this but they bumped it down yeah. to third by like a half game yeah. the Celtics um but this is also a break man 10 and 4 10 and 4 like you know I think when we talked about it last time we have with such high hopes and such admiration for the team right but they hit a stride so tell me Exactly. What the turnaround happened? How did it happen? And and what's you know what can we look forward to uh, coming up in this uh, last stretch? So last time I was on, I kind of alluded to it. I think those injuries and having to play without Embiid, Maxi, Harden, it kind of empowered some of the other players. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We kind of stayed afloat during that time. Won some games we didn't expect to win during that time. And they kind of showed Doc, because Doc's an old school coach who one of them coaches that's going to play all the veterans, not get a young guys a chance. You know what I'm saying? It showed them mm-hmm. that some of these guys can play and you can use them. Right. And, you know, coming out of the All-Star break, we were scheduled to have the hardest schedule, hardest remaining schedule. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that game in Milwaukee – Winning in Milwaukee, I think that just got got them with a lot of confidence. And, you know, Embiid's been playing crazy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So you getting that every night, it's just up to everybody else to to do their part. And you've been getting good stuff from Maxi, getting good stuff from Harden until last night. And health is another thing. Like, yeah. these, these guys have been playing. You know what I'm saying? Health is always an issue with Philly. You know what I'm saying? So we've been fairly healthy, and the bench has been playing good, and B's been unstoppable. People have been hitting shots around them. So 
it's kind of been clicking at the right time, you know what I'm saying? But I think that Milwaukee game was like a like a huge confidence boost, you know what I'm saying? I know you could go into Milwaukee and get a W, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When they had won 15 in a row. Right. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you go in that building and you get a W, it's like your next game, you're like, why can't I beat this next? Like, you know what I'm saying? This is the number one team. You can yeah. get if I can do this, then I can do this. You know what I'm saying? We play the right way. You know what I mean? But as with all Philly sports, I am cautiously optimistic. That's a good you know? one. That's a good way to be. That's a good <laughs> way to be. Definitely that. I mean, it's rough because, I mean, it's it's exhausting because we've been talking about this team for two and a half seasons. Like, you know, when is it going to happen? And, you know, I have my frustration uh, with Harden, the same thing I had with Anthony Davis this moment. Like, you got supreme talent that don't work hard. Don't work hard. So, you know, you come in out of shape. You know, you loaf. You know, you play. You you have these nagging injuries and things of that nature, and you're just not available in certain stretches. You know, when you are available, you're inconsistent as hell. Like, you know, it's it's a rough ass. It's a rough ass. But I mean, look, it looks like you know Harden has been playing outside of you know had a little, had a little couple of little stinkers here since All Star break, maybe one or two, but for the most part. You know, he's been locked and loaded and, and been uh, the facilitator that they brought him in to be. And like you uh-huh. said, MP has been on a, a, an unstoppable tail, MVP like that. You know, so, uh, you know, if he keeps playing like that and his health is mo- is the most paramount of all, uh, uh-huh. of all everybody on the team, if he stays healthy going into the last stretch and y'all make the playoffs, two, three seed, I mean, you know, it's anybody's ballgame. He, he's not, he has not had a healthy playoff run. Yet in his career, that's true. Not one time has he, even when the year where I really felt we should have, we probably should have won it all when Kawhi hit the bounce. bounce, Yeah, that, yeah, even that year, he, he, I think he came into the playoffs nursing something, an injury. Mm -hmm. Remember, he got last year. We got rid of Toronto, and he got his face broken in the deciding game. Yes, and yes. then never wasn't the same against Miami. It's just been always something. I just want him to be able to have a full playoffs healthy, and then let's see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With, with Philly, man, it's 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 never the other team. It's them. It's, yeah. it's what they do. You know what I'm saying? It's like we. I, I know our flaws. We. We go through lulls and then we come back and all. Yeah, we just gotta put it together, man. Like we just gotta put it together. Like we gotta, we gotta get this Boston monkey off our back. Number one, like we just seen to find a way to lose to them. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, man, we gotta got the second round, man. Like, like it's like seriously, man. We gotta got the second round. That that's that's what it is. We gotta get out of the second round. We've been. That's when our Achilles heel. You know what right. I'm saying? I, I feel like we had a good chance against Atlanta, and that's you know you, we know what happened with that. We blew uh, right, a, right. Blew an 18 point lead in one game. Mm-hmm. Started hacking Ben. He couldn't make a free throw. Yep. Blew a six point lead in another game, and then in the side of the game, we know what happened. It's like <laughs> it's like. Uh, <laughs> Kurt is crazy. Kurt is crazy. <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> like we can't get out our own way, man. Like that's the issue, man. That's the issue, man. 
Sometimes the biggest enemy you got is yourself. Yeah. So I'm still like, last time we talked, I was cautiously optimistic. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't, you know, we got off to a really bad start this season. That you we did. started to, to round it a little bit in a form, and but it was still like stuff to be cautious about. And I'm, I'm the same way. Like we've been playing good, but I'm just like I'm, I'm like wait and see mode. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like, I, need to, I need to see. I want us to get the two, at least the number two. You know what I'm saying? So we we got we still got work to do, man. These these last ten games is yeah, they're crucial. But you know what? What I don't like about the two or the three seed from this particular perspective, I think the only person sitting in the catbird seat is the one seed. And I say that just because no matter what, if you're the two or the three seed, doesn't matter. Even the four, you're gonna have to see both one and you two. Play both of them. You play you play both one of and them. two. There's no way. There's no way getting around it. So That's you true. you get out of the first round, you're gonna see three, and then That's you know, and then then you make it to the finals. You like we see one. So that's, that's the only thing about the two and three seed at this moment, based upon the way everything's set up in the East. That's the only thing that, I like about it. Like, I think the Bucks are sitting pretty. Like, they're going to have to see one of y'all, but they ain't got to see both. You know, they're going to have, have a pretty easy road to get to the finals. I mean, you'll probably see, like, somebody like the Cavs and the and the, and the Heat, you know, and, and they, right. they, they ain't got a shot, you know, with, right. against, against, that, against that juggernaut. So, you know, I think they're going to be, you know, be, you know, kind of cruising, and then y'all got to fight tooth and nail. Mike, you had two seven-game series just to make it to the finals. You want you gonna have to go into somebody else's gym yep. and win a couple games, and you gotta have to go in somebody else's gym and win yeah. some games. Yeah, indeed. Like that's just what that's just the, the that's just what it is. That's just what's what's gonna have to happen. Right. So, man, they you know, look, man, they 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 better get get their minds right, man. Doc, man, get them rotations. Like I'm, I'll be Doc. You be killing me some like Doc. <laughs> well, on, I, I, I am loving the way that the, the progression of Tyrese Maxey, like despite the fact that he really don't vibe with young guys, Tyrese Maxey has taken off. Yeah, I, I yeah. definitely like that. And the fact that he's grown and he's he hasn't been stymied in his progression. So he's becoming that dude. Like, I think that y'all in good hands with that guy for quite some time. You know, on top of Embiid being in his prime, I think he matched him to a weather, regardless of what Harden does, because he's going to be a free agent this, this offseason. So no matter what he does after this year, I think them two, you build around them two, I think you're in good hands. Going forward, yeah. but yeah, like you said, you got to seize the moment with this, with that air quote big three, maybe three and a half with Tobias. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta get it done. Y'all gotta get it done, man. You know, it, it, listen. You know, no matter what happens, based upon you know Embiid's injury history, nothing is ever promised. Like you can look at it from a perspective, like yeah, we can run it back next year, we'll be good. No, things change and things always can rearrange, and you, get, you can never actually ever make it back if you don't seize the moment at a, at a time. So you, that listen, is a, that is a fact. That you gotta, you gotta go. So if they, if they had like that, like promise them, would they let that Hawks series skip away? Because they could have made it to the finals that year, bro. That's what I'm yeah. saying, bro. Yeah, that, that's so. what I'm saying, bro. Like you waste, you can't waste these opportunities, man. Not at all. Not at like, all. Like look at look at some of the teams that's like, like like that's like an eight seed playing type teams that has been like. Look at look at Miami for instance. Miami been hanging around in that around that little lower tier, seven. Yeah, seed. but. You yeah. remember Miami was one of the top at one point. They it was in the bubble. They they went all the way. You know what I'm saying? You gotta mm -hmm. seize. They went to the finals last year. Last year in the yeah. Eastern Conference Finals last year. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you see how fast stuff changed. Exactly. You see how fast you can go Ex from the to, two to, seed to, to the, the play in. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Man, listen. I didn't watch enough bad basketball in my life being a Sixers fan, we gotta take opportunity, and you know we gotta we gotta 
we got to figure it out this year, man. So I'm watching, man. I'm watching and hoping. Yeah, right. <laughs> watching and hoping. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like said, you know, if y'all can go in them and walk in and, and, and beat them, y'all should catapult y'all and say we can beat anybody in their home gym. So that, why you shaking your head, Kurt? <laughs> why you shaking your head? Tell me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Nah, nah. Listen, uh, I wish for the best of the 76ers, but, I, but I'm on the other side. Going into uh, a, uh, a juggernaut like the team that I won't mention, uh, home gym and winning uh, is totally different than doing that three more times. Mm. That means hey, hey, man. hope and prayer. Uh, you're, you're, you're having to depend on a hope and a prayer, meaning it's going to take your best effort for four games and not only the team's least effort, but a superstar's least effort four times. So mm. now you're hoping for injury. You're hoping for at their home that they're not going to produce. And you're hoping for being away at your home that they're not going to produce. And there's some players that you could be like, okay, I can see it. They may not show up two times, and we just have to capitalize on those two and then get two. Um, and that's the thing about Philly. There's a player on their team that can check out. Their history and character shows that they can disappear in the big moments. Milwaukee has a bona fide player that says when the lights come on, they not only outshine the light, they eclipse the light, and their brightness is what you're seeing. And so I just don't believe that if they had to go to that team, they mm -hmm. could be four times. Right. One time, okay, the clock is wrong twice a day. But to say that they're going to beat them four times, I would have to sit back and wait. If they do, kudos. But I don't trust in the player that's a point guard, and I don't trust in the coach that has shown that in big moments, mm. he forgets. He doesn't forget how to coach. He forgets how to adjust. Adjust. Mm -hmm. to manipulate certain parts of not only the game calls, but the bench, right? Because you can't ask five people to go 40 minutes. Back. Great. Back. So if you haven't perfected the rotation, if you don't understand who to mix with who and when to take certain people out in times of momentum, then you're asking, again, for this team to not capitalize on momentum. And sometimes when you're under pressure, pressure shows you who your real pressure displays the characteristics of who you really are. And mm. so that's a team that can put pressure on you and not that they have to do anything great, but you have to be great each and every time. And that's difficult to do that over four games. Here, here's what I, here's my Philly Milwaukee thing, because I look at, you know, certain teams, like the matchups matter as well. Like we do not match up well with Boston because of the wings. Yeah, I agree with that. Two, 
dominant wings who can put the ball on the floor and score three levels. Mm -hmm. It gives us trouble. Why we play better against Milwaukee than we do Boston is because of the the personnel. We kind of match up to the personnel better. Not to say, like, everything you said I agree with, but we match up personnel-wise a better with Milwaukee than we do because Giannis is going to get his, right? Yeah. But Embiid can disrupt some of Giannis's. Like, the last game – yeah, it can be a push between those two. Yeah. It literally could be yeah. like, you know, 35 and 35, 10 rebounds, 10 rebounds. It's a push. Like, you just, we, we just go match each other. Right. He calls him some to turn the ball over a few times. And, and you know, that Boston stuff, man, that's the one, man. They start hitting threes mm-hmm. and pull for pulls and be way out. Yep. And it just, it just, they, I, we, that's the we have to figure that out, bro. Because we're at a disadvantage because who really checks these wings? Like mm-hmm. Maxie's small, so he's not doing it. He has to check Marcus Smart. Yeah. Or or Bark Brogdon, whoever's starting. Or Brogdon, whichever mm-hmm. one starting. That's who Max has. So that, that leaves us with Tobias on Jalen or, or Jason. Yeah, and then. You can't put Harden on one of them. You got to put Harden on one of them. On who's the other person that starts for them? Is it? Do they start? What's the light skin ball? Grant? Do they start him? Grant Williams. Grant Williams. Grant Williams yeah, uh-huh. You got to put him on him. Yeah. Because you can't put Harden on Brown or Tatum. You got to put PJ on. You got to put PJ on Brown mm-hmm. and let Tobias check Tatum. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, it's tough. That's tough. See, this is this is right right here. This is what y'all missing, but Matisse Thibel. That's what y'all missing, Matisse Thibel for him. Y'all needed Matisse for that reason, right? And see, what what gets us in trouble with him is on offense, we playing four and five because they don't guard. True. Yeah, right. That's, that's true. Like, oh, is the Draymond Green? Is the Draymond Green syndrome? Oh gosh, Matisse. Gosh, yeah. if he could develop, if he could score a little bit, then he would be, he'll be, he'll be a beast. Yeah. So we got to use Jalen McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Melton, Shake. um, yeah. he can he can guard, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying. But again, you're you're taking away some offensive stuff. It's just it's Doc got to be like like Kurt said. Doc got to be on his game. He got to mm-hmm. be on his game for us to beat these two teams. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. like we match up better than with Milwaukee personnel wise, but mm-hmm. again, it's still Milwaukee. Right. Meaning. The most underrated player on Milwaukee is Lopez. He, he hits threes. He, he he's a Loki X factor. Yeah. He's uh-huh. annoying as hell. Right. He's one of the players that on the other team I hate. If he was on my team, I love him. Right. He gets he's annoying because he does all this little stuff that gets on your nerves. Mm-hmm. I think we we always play Middleton well because he's just not explosive. We right. he can score, but we we can deal with that. It'd be the the Grayson Islands that hit a few threes, Bob, Bobby Portis, the Portises and stuff like. See, that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. That, and, that's, and they got and they got Joe Engel now too. And Joe Engel, another annoying player, just one of them annoying players. Mm-hmm. It'd be that type of stuff that we got to figure out. The same reason why Atlanta gave us trouble. Atlanta was throwing seven, six, seven, six, eight wings at us in every rotation. Here, take mm-hmm. Hunter, take Herder. Here, mm-hmm. take Cam Reddish. 
Hey, mm-hmm. there was like they just kept throwing them at us. We ain't had the people to guard them. Right. You know what I'm saying? So listen, man, it's gonna be Doc gotta be on this game, bro. Doc okay, gotta man. be on like I said, he got to like coach, to, to Kurt's point. He got to coach four good games in order to get to get a vic- get a victory and move on. In both in both cases, like facing the Celtics, you got to. I need four really good coaching games, like elite coaching level games, and I need four against the Bucks if you will make it. That's the only and, way it's gonna happen. And I need one at least one fifty point and B game per series. Yeah, so you gonna need it. You gonna need it. You gonna need it. That, that's and, a, that is that simple. Yeah, I need one of them forty seven and eighteens because that's gonna get you a win. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what Yeah, that, that that wins every basketball game for everybody but the Knicks because yeah. your boy Randall dropped fifty seven last night and they still lost. <laughs> well, you see, well that's another that's another story. Yeah, um, that that's yeah that's yeah, yeah. Gonna, that's another story. Yeah, that we, we'll yeah, be here we, all night on that one. Exactly. Um, yeah, that we'll that's that's that's, that's that's pretty bad. Because yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you, Kurt. Correct. One and one Harden game per series. Yeah, you need a Hercules and Evan Harden too. I need, I need that. I need, I need Houston Harden to show up one time. Yeah, I need, I need them show up. I need twenty five and twelve from yeah. you, sir. Yeah, I need, agree. An efficient. It's like it's like playing spades, right? I can't have the big Joker and you have the little Joker and we playing on the same hand. Yeah. Don't you exactly. yeah, bring it up. Break it up, yep. Or hard, I mean, 54 and bead, and you know, 25 or 28 for hard on the same night. Mm-hmm. No, I have them on different nights because right. if not, then that's your one game. And so, if you can get two of those, then that's that's your two games, and now you're, you're breaking even. But if you get it on this that on the same night, then you know, yeah. it's a struggle. Got to make it a series. We got to make it a series. Make it a, a fight. So we'll Agreed. see what happens. We got ten games left. We'll see how how, how it shapes out. But it's gonna be it's wide open. Yeah. Speaking of that, so your last ten games uh, is is a pretty up and down schedule. Like it ain't it ain't no cakewalk. I mean, you no. got you got some you got some games in here that's looking like yeah. I mean, you yeah. a lot of playoff teams in this in this thing. Yeah, Chicago's not a playoff team necessarily. They're on the they're on the bubble, but you got Golden State at Golden State. You know they always play well there. You got mm-hmm. Phoenix at Phoenix. You got Denver at Denver. Then you come on for Dallas. Toronto's always a tough out. Then you got Milwaukee at Milwaukee. Then you come on for Boston. Then you stay home for Miami. Then you got to go to Atlanta and Brooklyn in the scenes. That's we, that's, so, that's a murderous so road. You're right. We're going to see. See, that's what I'm saying. We're going to see what this team is made of in this this whole after whole stretch from, mm-hmm. from All-Star break to now. We're going to see what they made of. Like, because it's been like this all. It's been like this since All Star break. When I looked at the schedule, I'm like, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. What what saved them? They went on that five game road trip and went four and one. Right. I'm like, okay, we we got to do it again. Listen, we go to Chicago now. They just beat us. We played sloppy as hell. You did. We played horrible, and it went to double overtime. They mm-hmm. got to get that one. They got to mm-hmm. go to Chicago and get that one. You gotta, I'm you sorry, gotta get that one. Ain't no. Ain't no, no excuse. You're right. Ain't no excuse for that. You got to get that one. Yeah. Coach, we got to get – Coach, when we went to go play Rose, we said we got to get – I don't care what happened. We got to right. get it. Got to get that one. Got to have that they one. They got to get that one. Yeah. Go, that Golden State going to be tough. They play crazy at home. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's checking and beat on that team. He should nobody. have 50. Nobody. <laughs> Just like Keith West says, nobody. He should have 50. 
Phoenix is always tough. No KD. No KD. Yeah. We'll see what happens now. Now, the Aiden typically shrinks when he's got to play Giannis, Joker, Joker, you know, Embiid. So he typically shrinks in those games. So that should be an uh, advantage in Embiid in that game as well. Now. And he also he also plays well against Joker too. Let's be real. And he yeah. got, he got he got access to ground with him because they they tighten the MVP race right now. So yeah. he got to go he in there and prove that he can be better than him in, in the moment and, and, and get and get the edge. Now he lit Joker up the first time. He did lit Joker. Up. This this one this everybody gonna be watching this one. Of course. And it's on TNT. And now it's on you, TNT. Play, you play Dallas at home. They play no defense. We should you should win that. True. Toronto is always tough. You mm-hmm. had to bring. I mean, no matter the wreck, they always tough. You had to bring your A game. Then you got at mm-hmm. Milwaukee. Then you got Boston, Miami at home. Listen, you gotta go. Damn this nigga. Yo, <laughs> listen, Kirby, read my mind. Yo, is he, are you a suck? They gotta go seven and four. They got at least at least they got to. And what's tough, they got it back to backs with Phoenix and, and, and Golden State on the road. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, tough. They got, not at all. They got yeah. to split that. They got to split that. At least, at least, at least. Look, it's difficult, but yo, man, look, what you want to do? The nice thing about it is that's the last back to back y'all got because everything else. No, y'all got another back to back, Miami and Atlanta. So y'all got two back to back nights outside of that. It's every other day. So they got to do yeah. it, man. You got to do it. You got to do it. You got to 74. Easy. You got to be it at least easy. So, Mr. Yeah, Cleo, Mr. Cleo, and, and over here reading my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yes indeed. So yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm you know we pulling for him because it's gonna mean. But you know what? I, what's funny about this whole situation is that you know although I like Cleveland, I think they still probably still like a year away from being like really relevant and really uh, in the talk about you know being a contender. It's a three man race. You know, for a while, it was two man. Before y'all really, you know, became you know uh, the team that y'all are at the moment, it was a two man race. Now it's three. It was, like yeah, yeah everybody else is just playing. You know, for for you know for playoff checks. That's yeah. all we do. That's really all they doing. I don't now, see the Knicks. I don't see the Knicks, the the Nets, the Cavs. None of them yeah. messing with any of the top three teams. Now your now your conference is a whole different story. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about that right now. I'm glad you brought that up. So let's talk about it. So let's talk about the NBA playoffs. So. Uh, in the segment we call last in who last ten who's in, so we're gonna talk mm. about the playoffs in short order, right? So we got ten games left, you know, give or take. The games going on right now, um, ten games left between now and the end of the season, right? For most teams, so we're gonna talk about exactly who we feel like is gonna make it to the playoffs and uh, who's on the bubble, um, who's short surefire in, and who's in trouble, even though they are in the playoffs. Who's in trouble? Um, you know, c- you know, because they're not really playing good basketball going into the playoffs. So let's let's get into it. So starting with Eastern Conference. Um, Milwaukee's holding forward at the top. Now this little is a, is a flip here. Um, after I, after I captured the image because uh, Philly actually bumped down to three, Boston technically two right now. Um, Milwaukee right. and Boston already clinched, so but Philly's gonna get in. We already know that. Um, Cleveland's at four right now. Knicks at five. Brooklyn's at six. So that's the playing. That's the guaranteed spots. And the playing tournament right now is Miami, Atlanta, Toronto, and Chicago. Um, and it's one game separating the. Uh, I want to say the 12, 11, 12, and 10 seed. I think the 9 seed is pretty much, pretty much a short. I mean, it's three game lead with what's in the players. That's, that's rough. That's rough to ask to make that up, right? Mm. So, uh, I would, I would like to believe that you know, outside of maybe Indiana and uh, Washington, you know, superseding Chicago at this point, you know, we got we got a good clear indication of who's going to be in it. It's just whether or not the seeding is going to match up, right? So, from your perspective, you know, what do you feel about these, but this this ranking and who's going to make it? You know, how's it going to end up for you in in the top eight? Go ahead, Kurt. Uh, I'll say, looking at this, 
So the top five, I think really just it may be some shifts in position, but the top five are going to stay the top five. As you said, it's going to be depending mm-hmm. on who goes where, but the top five is going to stay like that. Um, my concern is eight and nine. I don't see Chicago making that type of push uh, to to supersede, uh, uh, you know, Atlanta and Toronto jumping them to to get up to that number eight spot. Um, so to me, mm, the only thing I see really changing is Toronto superseding Atlanta. Okay. Eighth spot. Mm. Uh, you know, the turmoil that's still happening with Atlanta, the inner, the, the, the inner team turmoil, right. I think it's going to rear its head. And Toronto's been right there. They've been consistent. And these last 10 is where you will see normally Toronto, regardless of who is on the team, normally make a push. They just seem to be that type of team that at the end of the season, they do well. So I see Toronto jumping Atlanta. And then, you know, it's going to be a push between Brooklyn and Miami. But Brooklyn so far, I mean, even though they've lost, quote unquote, their big guns, this is a a sign of less is more. They've played better as a team without the superstars. And I think that's because, they, you, you know, you fall into the we only have each other and it, they're forced to play team basketball, which benefits them and the nucleus that they have on that team. But uh, that's how I see it. Okay. What'd you get, bro? Um, you know what? I I, I don't trust Atlanta. I, I don't like what I see from them. I, 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 I don't think none of us do. I don't like the, 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 the brand of basketball that I see from them. Mm-hmm. The lack of Trying to stop anyone, anyone. The, the the body language. I, I don't. I think Toronto is going to surpass them. Um, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I don't. I, I could see them imploding in the playing and not even getting that seat. I, I yeah. could see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't like what I. You know, I don't like what I'm seeing from them at all. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's weird looking at Indiana at 11 because, you know, Philly, we just played them twice. And they got they got some things about them that I like. I don't I, – I, I can't quite figure out why they not, don't win more games. After I'm curious watching about them, that too. Miles yeah, Turner, Buddy Hield. You got the, the rookie kid, Halliburton. You got the rookie kid they got. They just drafted. He balling. Like, they got four to five good pieces, and that's minus – that's minus the bonus in them. They got traded. Yeah, I can't figure out why they can't win. Like I watched them play us. Halliburton lit us up. Yep. They they got rim protection. They got shooters. I can't mm. figure it out. They should be. It could above. be coaching. It could be a coaching thing. But who's that coach? Ran it's Rick Carlisle, right? I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I respect him. But he's I don't know, man. Defense. He he never he never had an explosive offensive team. You've always think thought about. It. He's always been yeah, really you, a defensive minded head coach. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. And maybe that's maybe that's gone stale on them young guys. You know. You know. Yeah, I mean, look at it. They 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 score one fifteen a game, but they give up they give up uh one eighteen. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, see, so. yeah. Because I feel like they should be better in Chicago. Like I, I just watched yeah. us against Chicago. Now we lost them. Chicago mm-hmm. has two like stars, but man, they man they take some dumb shots, boy. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. they they were <laughs> they were very. I mean, we 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 played horrible. We deserve to lose that game, but man, they take some dumb shots, boy. Like so, um. Brooklyn, I'm impressed with how they play without the stars. Mikael Bridges is a star. He's a, yeah, he's he he all he needed was a chance apparently. So apparently, yeah, just so, get out of the shadow of the of the of the bigger names on his team. And as a first round opponent, and I'm looking at them in Miami, I would probably rather play Brooklyn, only because of the inexperience. Mm-hmm. Miami's gonna give you a rough time. They're gonna file the shit out of you. And oh, excuse my name. They're gonna. <laughs> no, you good. You good. You no, good. they're gonna file. And you know, Spo. He like to go zone sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody trying to deal with that in the first round, man. Right, Come on, right, right. So, <laughs> I uh, man, I see Toronto. I, I see it being Miami and Toronto for them last two spots. I, I okay. just can't. I just don't trust Atlanta. I can see them. I don't. I don't blame you at all. I mean, you're right. You're right. Spot on with you. I'm right there with you. Um, because I, I think uh, the shift I see, like I said, I'm concerned. You know about about uh what's going to happen with uh Boston. Honestly, I think that they're going to end up with the three seed because I don't like the way I don't like the way they're playing basketball right now. They really they're being really consistent at the wrong time. Um, yeah. you know they were they were hot. You know they was hot as fish grease. You know coming off the All Star break and then something happened. You know you know some type of some type of I don't, know. I don't know what it was, but you know, know they all they just started dropping games. They're five and five in their last 10. They lost they lost their last game. So them, them, I think they're gonna it's gonna be a up and down, you know, shift, which I schedule being rough, but I think that they're gonna they're gonna struggle as well. And again, y'all gotta Bro, play. They lost, well. the, they lost to Houston. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. How you lose to Houston? In but Jamie Green going six for 37. Have you ever watched Houston play? Uh, yes, <laughs> I watched Mother Night against the Lakers. They play like they like it's us. Playing pickup, they just go out there like I'm just it, gonna shoot whatever. It's the win Benyana sweepstakes. That's what that is. <laughs> but go ahead, Mark may cut you off. Uh, no. Yeah, I, I think that I think that you know, based upon the the, the way that Boston's playing and the way Philly is playing, even though Philly's schedule is tougher, I think somehow, some way, y'all gonna end up with a two seed. Boston will be three. Um, like I said, Cavs gonna hold it four. Knicks will hold it five. You know, what I'm saying I think that Brooklyn, you know, they should hold it six. I mean, but it's a you know, it's a, it's basically vestrial dead heat. You know, it just depends on who has a tougher schedule going down the stretch, and they got to play. If they got to play each other, that's a that's a that's a telling moment too. Um, yeah. But like I said, I'm I'm with y'all. I don't like I don't like where Atlanta's playing. Toronto's always been scrappy. They're always well coached by Nurse. Um, you know, so they you know I think they belong there. So if I had to choose from the playing perspective, I would say I would want Miami and Toronto to be in it because they're the two best teams in the playing situation. You know, they'll yeah. give you the best go and give you the best matchup. So I think mm-hmm. those they, those are two teams that are deserving to go. Everybody else is like you just again you just going to cut to click a playoff check because you don't you don't need to be there. You know that's what that's when the whole playing thing is dicey. Like in certain teams, like if it was like if it was like the West a little bit, like you know we got teams that are really scrapping, and competitive, and they got four teams that you really need to let them fight it out to decide who goes. Then I get it. But yep. in Atlanta, Toronto, I mean Atlanta, Chicago, Indiana, Washington, none of them need to be in the playoffs because again. Yeah. They're gonna get waxed in the first round. They're gonna get waxed in the first round. It's gonna be four nothing. None of them are getting hot right now. So no, no. You look at the last ten out of all of them, it's gonna you know it, it, you're giving you're giving whoever's playing them a cakewalk. And as you said, they're just collecting the playoff paycheck. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Mm-hmm. 
So, so let's move over to the Western Conference now. This is way more nuanced. Oh, it's yeah. way more nuanced than the Eastern Conference is. It's real yeah. top heavy in the East, and it's real. I don't know what the hell in the West. Like for real. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's different every time we talk about it. We talk about this week to week in the last three weeks, and it's been different every time. You know, and I can I give you a little bit of inside information of what Curtis doing. He got two teams that he really likes in the playoffs, and he don't say their name. He don't say their name. He don't say their name. He just say that team. And it, it depends on what conference you talking about. You know what team you talk about. I know one, so I need to see what's the second one. Yeah, the one team is the one seed in the East, and then two seed in the West. That, that, that's what. It is. Uh, I yo <laughs> yo, I could re- you could read Kurt like I know I knew he would like that two seed in the West. Of course he that's does. A, that's a Kurt team. It is a Kurt team. You know what that team is? That's his Atlanta team for three years ago. Remember, he was that, yeah. Atlanta like three that, years ago. Damn. Break that down, yeah. bro. I got to hear this. I got to hear this. What does that mean? Why well, I think that's a Kurt team? A bunch of scrappy, play hard, intense underdogs that, that, I mean, that you can cheer for. Like you, how we were talking about. People not trying hard, but got all the time. This mm-hmm. ain't them. They no. gonna play Listen, their gonna, ass off every are. single night, and yes, those are those are the type of teams that I can imagine Kurt <laughs> Kurt liking. You know what I'm saying? After knowing him for years and coaching with him, teams that's gonna work hard. They they running Ma- maximum. Effort. Not scared of nobody. They don't yep. care. They just going. They going out there and playing. And those are kind of teams that's easy to cheer for too. You know True. what I'm saying? Like, True. so yeah, I I, I, I knew if I had to guess, that would be a team that right. he liked. That exactly. He liked. Yeah. exactly. Love him. Like I said, he got that. You only had that one team every year. They got that same memo, like you said. You know, they they just come. They just come with they they come with their briefcase every day, and we're gonna go to work. It's gonna be twelve rounds, Slim. We ain't, we going to distance every night, every night. So yeah, yeah that's that's them. So. You know, only team that's really got an edge on anything at the moment in Western Conference is Denver. Like Denver is sitting, it's sitting pretty. They're gonna be the one seed. I don't think we're gonna argue that. That's five game lead with with ten to play. It, it'd be take a cataclysmic just collapse for them to honestly truly yeah. get that up. Yeah. Um, now they are five and five in the last ten. They 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 playing a little shaky basketball, but they got such big of a lead. And you know, the team that Kurt don't want to talk about, and the team below them. You know, one is young, and the other is you know coming apart at the seams. So I, I would like to believe that Denver's going to be one. I think we all I, agree on that. I can't wait to talk about that t- that third team. But go oh, ahead. I, I agree. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm definitely going to. We definitely have some worries about that because that that is that is really that is that took me it took me 180. It took me a whole 180 with them. Like I was really high on them at the beginning last season and the beginning of this season, and they just completely flipped my whole opinion on them in in, in probably about two months. You know, it's it's just, it's just ridiculous. But you know, to talk about the number two seed, like. Like to y'all points, I agree. They definitely, you know, are well coached. Like Mike Brown got them boys playing good basketball. Like you know, it, who knew knew that the, the piece they had already, and by adding a coach and adding Sabonis, would completely totally change the dynamic of this team to the point where they're the two C, literally the two C right now in the in the West. Craziness, right? You know, so but the only thing that gives me pause about this whole team is that again, you know, we can't get too high up on it because you gotta realize that playoff basketball is a whole different animal. You know, so you know it looked pretty in the pre- in the regular season, but when when that when them lights come on bright and you ain't been there before, and you gotta realize you're gonna play the same team consecutively for seven potentially seven games, that's a whole different ball game. You ain't going to one city in one night and playing another team another night. You do a whole different dynamic, a whole different matchup, a whole different philosophy. Same team every night, and what I did 
what I did to you to make it difficult for you one night is going to be even harder the next night to get things done because I'm going to keep applying pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to look at it from that perspective too. So, and if they had to, we if we had to go into it right now, the way things line up, they got to play the cha- the world champs to start off the start of the playoffs. You got to play Golden State. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you really want to deal with that? Your first game, your first playoff yeah. series, deal with the defending champs. Yeah, that's that's tough. You, I know you want that smoke because you want to be right. I, I know, I know, I know. But listen, the perfect year to face the champs because the champs are struggling. They are vulnerable. They are vulnerable. They are they vulnerable. Are, they are, and they can't win a game on the road. That's the biggest problem. On the road, that's a, that's yeah. You you can't win a game on the road. You ain't beating nobody. I, only the only thing you'll get by with that is being a one seat. Being you a know? one seat. That's it. That's it. You know, you will get the first two games at home, guaranteed. And being up 2-0, uh, you know, get, for most people's psyche, it's a, it's, a rough, it's a rough ass to climb that mountain. So, mm-hmm. but if you got to go on the road and you down 0-2 already before you go to the chase, that's yeah. tough. I don't care who you are. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, I, I like I like, I like like the Kings. You know, I, th- I think they they definitely playing good basketball. And it's it's fun to watch. Because you know, I like Malik Monk. I used with the Lakers last year. I wish we could have kept him because he was, you know, he was one of our bright spots in a terrible team. So, you know, him out there, you know, and, you know, my guy, I, I keep saying it, you know, because I'm always going to root for him because he should be a Laker, De'Aaron Fox. You know yes. what I'm saying? That's been my guy since he was in college. Dog. Been the most clutch player this season. Exactly. Exactly. I knew it from the gate. Like, I'm looking at that draft, like, who we drafted versus who we should have drafted. Listen, I, I told Curry the other day, I said, I saw the lineup could have been this if they'd have drafted right in the Lakers. I'm just going to deviate for a second. Could have been D'Angelo Russell, Julius Randle, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Darren Fox. That could be our starting five. That's crazy. Yes, that's and shots at all them dudes, and you end up with you end up with you end up with D'Lo and Russell, but you you missed out you missed out on like see so missed out on Darren Fox. You yeah. drafted Alonzo Ball. Yeah. You, you drafted a kid that won't even have no more in one in one draft. You just missed out on Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so who did draft Jalen Brown yet? Uh, what's this kid's name? He's a Russian dude. I think he's a foreigner. Don't he, he's not even in the league no more. Nope. Bless, bless, bless. Yeah, wow. yeah. we don't draft well. That's why we. Uh, that's why we got to steal superstars. We don't draft well. But you know, regardless of that, you know, I like the Kings. I think I think they definitely uh, are a team to keep our eyes on. They have been relevant for years, and they finally, you know, mm-hmm. are starting to get it right. And I think that'll gravitate people. Make people make people gravitate to want to play for the team because I think they're going to be. Uh, a young team that's going to, you know, nothing but, uh, you know, nothing but, you know, you know, they're going to rise. They, it's not going to be a team that's going to be a, a one shot, one hit wonder. I think they got a sustainable model, and they got kid, they got team, they got the people on their team that, like I said, they come to work every day. You know, blue, blue collar. You know, it ain't no, it ain't no flash and dash. Like we going we gonna, we gonna scrap every day. So that's another team. Like I said, they scrap you. They they gonna they gonna come to work. So if they get another couple of pieces, I think they can really make some noise. They probably need a probably need a, one solid veteran in the room. You know, because mm-hmm. Harrison Bonds is probably your, your most experienced guy right now. And, you know, he's been out there for a while. And, you know, he's just been living in, you know, purgatory. Money Pur- quietly. Quietly making money in, in purgatory because the Kings ain't been good. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's 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 one thing. But, you know, over, overall, man, like I said, it's a good team. They're well balanced. Like they got they got they got a they got a they got a player at it probably at the four to five positions. They got a player that can be an all star if you get in the right situation. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so so about these Grizzlies though, <laughs> like, <sighs> listen, I exhausting. Here and say this about them. I please, think please, please tell me what happened has benefited them, actually, 
I think the Grizzlies. Yeah, I think the situation that happened with Ja has mm-hmm. helped. Actually, I, I completely disagree, but I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you finish though. Yeah, I, I, it's the same thing as I said. Uh, you know, the last take. I think in this situation, it's been a, a rallying moment, and it's almost it's it's forced them to steady the ship and to fight through um, the 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 trials and tribulations that they've had to go through. Sometimes in these moments, and it's crazy not having the player and the distractions and everything that comes with that person benefits the team. And when that person's away, now the team has a focal point. And I think where they could have folded, they could have came, you know, apart at the seams. It's actually forced them to steady the ship as much as possible and to be expected when you when you have lost your superstar. So I'm not saying that it's turned them to a place of juggernaut. I'm saying that they've done a strong job to use what happened as a reason for them to create that bonker mentality and play better basketball to stay here because that could have easily sent them down a uh, – uh, a, a position and a place that they could have dropped tremendously, right? We've seen these things happen and a team totally flip on top of their head. Uh, so, again, um, I think it has been a distraction, but I also think it's been a, it's been a culture, coachable rallying cry to say, hey, let's focus, let's come together, let's control what we can control, that situation is going to take care of itself, but we still have basketball to play. Okay. So I have a big picture of the uh, perspective with Memphis, with the Grizzlies. Right, real quick, real. Here's a hot take. I don't think he should come back into the playoffs. Mm. Mm. I don't think it matters, but I want to hear what, what Coach Benson got to say because I got a feeling he's going to say something that I'm going to say. I have that <laughs> sneaky feeling. Because I think I'm, he sees what I see. I don't I care because I'm good. I'm eight and two right now. So. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm eight and two, but I'm eight and two right now, so I'm okay. Okay. I, I have a big picture uh, perspective with this team, and it's a couple of things that bother me with this team. They are one of the most immature. Yes. I knew you were going to do it. I knew you were going to do exactly where I was going to go. Yo, bro, yes. do you watch them late in games, the shots yes. that they took? Yeah, like, no, I, I, I only watch the, what they what they do for a shot selection. I also do what, how they how they operate, how they act. They get the join. They make dumb fouls. Like, yeah. it's it's complete and utter. Listen, they only benefit the fact that they stood the floor while Ja was gone, but the fact they had a, a, a light schedule. Because they played teams that they, you know, the teams are good. They were missing stars. Like, prime example, they played the Dallas Mavericks the other night last night without Luca, and Kyrie didn't even play, but he only played like 35 minutes. So, yeah, yeah. See, Dylan Brooks. Yes. So, you have now made it so you can't get attacked in the playoffs or you got to sit. Mm-hmm. You're already sitting. You're, you're sitting the night because he's he had the morning. Sit one. So he's now you you sitting the morning. You because the Rock got a Rockets game. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're in that zone. Right. You, you can't 
situation. Yeah, yeah. you can't control yourself. So nope. you're going to get taxed in the playoffs because the playoffs, you know how the playoffs get. Oh, yeah. Oh, listen. Yeah, listen. Get, they don't play. So, so you're, hurt, you're hurting your team, number yep. one. You want to be like this irritant, You want but you're hurting your team. First of all, you're not good enough to talk how you do. Agreed. You're, you need – first, you need to work on your jump shot. You get a lot of open threes and you brick them. You're, you're, this team talked too much to not have accomplished nothing, number one. That's number one. Like, you, you talk to Golden State all you want because y'all better than them this year. But guess what? They got hardware. They got four of them. You don't have nothing. Nothing. You got to get that. Ain't you made, ain't made out of conference. Yet. You ain't made out of conference. They ain't made it to the finals. Yet. Not, no. not even, let alone have a ring. Like, you ain't made out of the Western Conference yet. Bro, y'all not that, bro. Y'all yeah. not that. Y'all are not that. Y'all need a veteran on that team. What I've been said. what I say, Kirk? what I say? I've been saying it from weeks. Y'all need a, a eagle dollar. Y'all need a veteran yes. on that team to talk some sense into y'all, bro. Like, this stuff that went on with Ja. That shit, bo- that shit bothers me because, like, bro, you don't have to be doing that. I know some people that got to act like that, that that got to – you know what I'm saying? They will switch places with you in a heartbeat, bro. Like, Exactly. Like, come on, man. Come on. You don't, you don't got to do – y'all pointing beams at people in the car. Like, that's corny. Look, Dude. yo, do that in the wrong place and see what happens. Exactly. They will light exactly. your whole – you know what I'm saying? Right. It's just – the team frustrates me, bro. And I watch them. My big picture thing is I don't trust them. I don't either. I don't trust them. I don't either. I don't. I don't, I don't no father I can throw them. When the game gets close, yeah, they do the dumbest stuff. They take the worst shots. They mm-hmm. get the text. You get a tech down. Dylan Brooks gets a tech down too. You just exactly. scored. You make score. it, and then, and then you get, get a tech. Then get a tech. Yep. I would have been like, you know what? Come here. That's yeah. it. Sit down. Sit down. Right. Because you don't care. And that's you the problem too. Yourself. And that's the problem too. That's why I know they need a veteran or somebody that that has a, a voice that that people will sit down and listen to. Because guess what, Taylor Jenkins can't do it because clearly, you know, all this answers and stuff is still going on despite the fact that John's been sitting. I watched Jaron Jackson. He got rid of all these kids are young. Like they like it's the twenty six and younger team at this moment. Like everybody's either twenty six or younger. So Jaron Jackson did something stupid last night where he he got a foul. He had his fourth foul in the third quarter. Right, ref caught a foul and he didn't like it. So what did he do? He get his fifth foul right behind him on the very next play because he ain't like what the ref did. So now he got to sit for the whole third and part of the fourth because he got five fouls because he when he want to be you know petty and in his feelings. He'd so, have sat, sat for longer than that with me. He'd have sat for the rest. Horse of the like, game. Exactly. Gotta Somebody got to like do something. That's so, why I don't trust him. They don't want to hold nobody accountable, bro. That's why I'm, that's my issue with it. They don't want to hold nobody accountable. And I'm like, why are y'all letting these kids get away with this stuff? Like, literally, they're hurting your team. And you might be getting away now, but I promise you the playoffs, you're going to fold. You're going to fall on your face. You're going to fall on your face because they're going to exploit every single thing that is wrong with y'all. They're going to let y'all talk, let y'all jaw, let y'all get out of y'all games and want to make it personal. Because that's all Dylan Brooks does. That's all y'all want to do. They, they want to get into personal battles and want to get into one-on-one battles with people. And that's never when you basketball games. Especially nope. in the playoffs, especially yeah. in the playoffs, and I don't trust. Like I said, I don't trust him. And the fact that the coach is 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 an enabler rather than a person that's sitting them down. Like, look, this is what we doing. This is what we not doing. You know, so because I understand this that either you're gonna do it my way or they're gonna fire me one way or the other. But until I'm gone, we're gonna do it my way. That's that's how that's how I should be. Now they they the type of team that probably needs a Doc Rivers. 
You know, because he gonna listen. Doc ain't gonna put up with that type of stuff. He not. Right. They they right. Doc, they, be, they ready to fight him in practice. Exactly. Yeah. And he ain't gonna, but he ain't gonna back down. He's not gonna back down. Doc they in the street. Doc in the city. The, he ain't gonna. He ain't yeah. going for that. He they are the complete that. opposite of Sacramento. They Agreed. are agree. Complete opposite. Sacramento. See Sacramento. What I like about Sacramento, I I was wondering. Like I was like, man, can this team be pumped? Right. That was my mm-hmm. thought process. Then I watched them against Milwaukee. Now they lost a close game, right? It was close though. They took them to and the Giannis, wide. And Giannis, Giannis had forty-five. Yeah, and Giannis dribbled, dribbling the clock out, uh-huh. and dribbled and stepped in front of that uh, Trey Lyles path, being cute. Uh-huh. Trey Lyles pushed them. They get the scrapping. I said, "Oh yeah, this." Yeah. And when I when I watched the interview, they was like, "Yo, we ain't gonna start nothing, but you're not about to play with us." Right. The like, "Yo, dribble the ball out, and that's it." But you ain't about to like showboat on us. We and that's when I say, you know what? Yeah, I, I like this. I like I like these dudes, man. Right. Like these these dudes. Like I think it's a possibility that the inexperience can catch up with them throughout the playoffs. Uh huh. But I, I, I mean, like. I mean, yeah. Let's be real. They got they play like a team. They got play like a Phoenix team that's fully loaded. You know, somebody gonna like tough. that. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be tough. tough. It's gonna be it's tough. tough. Even it's the Clippers. Tough. Even the Clippers. If they if they Kawhi plays every night. They, right. You know, there's gonna be a tough out, but you know, yeah, if they got if they play somebody like Minnesota or OKC first round, psh, I got them beating them. Oh yeah, yeah, and then they and then the teams that they might lose, so they're gonna give them fits. But oh, yeah. but looking at the like it's wide open, like like I don't see a team that I'm just like, you know what? They it's it's de- like how Milwaukee. You look at Milwaukee, you like you know that's right. it's done. Yeah, it's, it's gonna done. be yeah. this this West is. Right, and, and moving down the list, you said no, no KD right for the foreseeable future. They said at best, probably looking at you know start end of the season, like you know start of the playoffs for him. And they only five games above five hundred. And I don't, I don't games. I don't trust Phoenix in the playoffs either. I'm I'm just gonna be honest with you. With KD, uh, even with KD, no, with KD, we'll yeah. see. But okay. you know, Phoenix got that something with them too, where they they fold up like they fold up like church chairs. Yeah, yeah. I don't. They and, got something on Kardashian. Yeah. Oh, that was well, yeah. And your 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 team, I, I got I got to talk about your team, man. Listen, listen, I I can tell you exactly what it is, but we, I, Anthony, I, I would love to hear what Anthony you guys Davis, say. Anthony Davis, can you please? No, no, no. Can you no. Can, like some consistent? Is he serious? No, he's not. That's the problem. That's the problem. So you can give me twenty-five and seventeen, and then you give me six. Points the next game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. you sit out the game right. against Houston, yep. and y'all lose. That's a you got to play that game. Oh, oh listen, Even if you only play 27, 30 minutes. You got to get that dub. Like I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna give all the goods away. But I got a. I got a. I got an epic rant that's coming for the thirty minute uh, lockdown on Thursday. Oh, this situation. oh, please remind me. I gotta hear this because yeah. I was like, yo, is he serious? Like, it's not, and that's the problem. Like, this, this, and I'm giving, I give a small tidbit. This is the issue that they have with him, and this reason why I feel like something's going to change, because this was the moment, because he was supposed to be the guy, because mm-hmm. they brought him in to ultimately take over and be the superstar when LeBron was done, right? Mm-hmm. So the litmus test was Brown got hurt, right? Yep. They said, well, we on a bubble, we got to push to get to the playoffs, right? So can you be the guy? Can you be the alpha dog for this team for that small stretch? I ain't asked you for 82 games. But for that small stretch, can be that can you be that alpha dog? And his games 
have been bipolar as hell. Like it's like he'll give me thirty five and twelve, and he'll turn around and give me eight and ten. Like, like, bro, you you one of the best two way players in the league. How do you, how do you give me eight and, and you didn't have a you had two nights off? You give me eight and ten. Like, I, like, listen, I I Robert Robert Williams Jr., who's not a scorer for the Southern, can give me eight and ten. I I need more than that. You're the one. You're the main guy. You're the main guy. I need more from you on a night in and night out basis for a small stretch. I ain't asking for eighty two games. I'm asking for for fifteen. To be, but to be dominant, and you it can't do it. That boy it ain't got that dog in him, man. He don't. He don't. It he says don't. a lot about his character when you're in a playoff push. You're down the home stretch, and you still do load management. It doesn't matter if the plan was to. Uh, he let do- Julius Randle come into the Staples Center and give him forty. And he only had eight. Listen, stop. This man, this man only go left. Exactly. Exactly. He gave you forty. Yeah, and we got to stop. They're not. He sat out the Houston game. I could not believe, bro. That's we got to go get this. This Houston, we got to get this dub. We are in a push. They claim. They claim. This this little bit inside information. They claim that the doctors told him because he got a foot injury. Right, he got a he got a inflator just probably gonna require surgery. So they said to him that he's it will behoove him not to play back to backs. No doctors, kiss my ass. Exactly. I need this. I need this dub tonight. Exactly. I'm gonna get this dub. I'll sit out the next game. Exactly. You can't sit out the Houston game and catch the L. Not not when you was you was in you was in the playing tournament. You could have been there the seventh seed had you played. There's no reason they shouldn't be the damn six seed. Look at these records. Exactly. Exactly. That tells you everything you need to know about Anthony Davis is the fact that he is your he's the he's the biggest sidekick that you ever want to have. Like he's he's gonna he's gonna play well when he ain't gotta be the focal point. But the moment he gotta be the focal point, he fold up, he he fold up like like long like launches. Yo, I'm 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 just at him right now. What'd you say, Kirk? You know how Kobe would have looked at him right now. Slow. Oh, you don't know that would have been listen. He wouldn't be on the team. He wouldn't be on the team no more. Kobe would have been like you soft. Of course. You soft. More, more than that. Listen, that's been PG. He'd have said way more than that to nah, me. It, it would have got bad. It got bad with Kobe. Kobe. Oh, yeah. Kobe. Listen, anytime he tells Dwight Howard, you know, the, the way he can go, you what you think gonna tell Eddie Davis, who's who's much younger than him? Oh, uh, he would have, yeah. He would have, he would have been off the team. He would have oh, been done. Else. Yeah, I'm he somebody else. The new Kobe on the sideline at the game would have said, "You soft." Well, easy. Oh, easy. If he was playing, oh, Kobe would have gave him an elbow to the chest. Kobe would have, like, but yeah, but it don't make no sense, bro. Like it doesn't. You can facilitate and do better. You know, even if even if the doctors, as y'all have said, even if the doctors said, "Hey, it behooves you." To do is like, look, doc, we in the playoff push. What you can suck I it up, do? man? You got listen. At some point, you got to suck it up. You at this point, you ain't nobody gonna be hundred percent. Nobody gonna be hundred percent. You got to suck that up. Like even this, this is my thing too about the, about the Rockets game. Just to your point, like I ain't asking for forty minutes. If you have gave me twenty four minutes and gave me twelve points, we win the game. We win the game. Win the game. Give me twelve points and go sit down. You win the game. And then you get two days off after that. So you get arrested for two days. We're home, got some treatment, and been good for Friday night. But you lose, you sit out on a Tuesday when you got two days off coming and you don't play again on Friday. I mean, no sense. I mean, no sense. 
Uh, so that tells me everything it. I need to know. That's why this team doesn't even need to be in the playoffs, to be real. Because it's going to be a disappoint- disappointment. I think LeBron is really hurt. Like, I don't think he's going to come back. Like, I think they're not going to break the news until they're out of the playoffs. But I think he's hurt. Hurt. I think he's done for the season. They just don't want to say it. You're in that no. Yeah, but that, but that, again, if he don't come back, and they, you got to deal with, you know, you know, bread and water AD. So <laughs> he like he plays like he he, bread, he like soggy soggy bread. He plays like soggy bread sometimes. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, it, it's bad. It's bad. He melts. He melts like church crackers. That's another thing. Like that, all the time in the world, bro. Like exactly. Then don't work hard. Where's that dog, bro? Listen. If you had, if you had the effort in the in the in this in the in the in the for the ferocity that LeBron has, he'd be all world right now. Yo, he had the effort that Austin Reeves has. Yes, he would be all world. Listen, that dude. He's the, like, he's the one dude. He's the one dude I watch. I'm like, yo, he really yeah. cares about this. He do. He do. He get down. He get busy. He had 29 overnight. 29 off the bench. Listen, but let me ask you this: What do y'all see with this? 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 This West is I don't I don't know. Like I, 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 run, batting, I, I would whole be, run I would be in trouble. I would be in trouble batting I, I, with I, I can't bet on it because like I said, I don't I don't Golden State worries me because they can't win one in a row. Okay, C is not a playoff team. I think they I think they are over are overselling the idea that they're they should be they should be in a win beyond the sweet stakes. I don't think they should be winning as many games as they are, but they right in the thick. But they can't be nobody, you know, in the seven game series, in my opinion. Now Minnesota's intriguing because they didn't get Cat and and Edwards back, so that could be some something to, to be talked about. I don't know because they ain't really played all the uh, ain't really played together all year. Because remember, Cat got hurt. They were just they just got Gobert, so we don't know what the team really is. You know, down the stretch, and they made some moves, made some trades, they got rid of D'Lo and things of that nature. So I don't know what the team is. I don't trust Utah. Zion is not coming back with the Pelicans. Don't trust them. Portland is pretty much done. I don't know. I don't trust the Clippers either. We're having Westbrook and his bad decision making and his turnover machine. I don't trust them either because Kawhi not reliable. So I don't I mean, trust. I don't trust Denver. How about that? I, I don't either. <laughs> not in seven game series. I don't either. They don't stop nobody. I don't. So it's a turnstile going to the basket with them. It really is. It really is. So and then Jokic, gonna, and Jokic is a liability on defense. So what's going to happen in the West? I have no idea, yo. That's a, that's I have a, no a, idea. I, I would, I, if I had to be a bad man, I would put my money on Phoenix if KD is healthy. You know, or you can notice the one team that has a <laughs> You gonna sneak that in there? You can sneak? the one team that has a uh, a very. But, but I'm gonna be real with you. If you even if your team makes it out of the West, they will get creamed in the oh. in, in the finals. They will get creamed. Mike Brown makes me nervous because he is the Western Conference Doc Rivers. And that makes me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That boy's preaching now. He is. That boy is potting now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me nervous. As as talented as that team is, I know the characteristics of that coach. So he's still on a prove it situation to me. He's done a very. He he stayed true to how he's coached. And the characteristics that he gives to his team, hard nose, going to show up, right? But I also know, and we've seen that when he's been a head coach or an interim coach, and he's been same thing in pressure situations, he his his glasses get foggy, and so I'm I'm worried that he's going to overcoach the situation. He's going to get awesome. away from what got him there, and he's going to get tight 
and he's going to start tinkering and messing things up with the lineup instead of staying true. The team has proven that they're a strong road team. So there's no reason now to switch things up, but that makes me nervous. I do agree they're a young team. I do think if they don't catch a perfect break, yeah, then that's a wise, yeah, I agree yeah. with that. They catch the right breaks right at mm. the right time, then they could. But Golden State, um, I got a glimmer of hope for Golden State. I, I glimmer because again, it's that if they're fully healthy and they get Wiggins back, if they get Wiggins back for the playoffs, then I got a glimmer of hope. But, but outside of that, with his situation, is he mentally going to be able to show? I up? don't know because we don't know what's up with him. I mean, he I really did better, but. You know, that whole that whole report about him and his baby mother, that's that was false. But that, yeah. you know, regardless of what is going on, he right he, he said he could be not to be mentally dead because he ain't played basketball and shit since the all-star break, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah, so I yeah, it's rough. I mean, but again, him being on the court, if he can be give you even fifty percent, that's better. That's that that'll get a win that'll win him some games. I'm you worried know, especially about from the defense perspective. I'm worried about Dallas because of Kyrie's situation. I'm not. I'm not. I, I think they're they're they can't stop nobody in there. And between them, between Kyrie and Luca being both being ball dominant, that was a disaster waiting to happen when they made the trade. Yeah, and that's why I'm worried because Kyrie injury situation. And so, how healthy will he be? I mean, because no, Luca's Luke, the one that's hurt. Kyrie's healthy. Oh, I thought they said Kyrie was in a walking boot. Was that from last night? From last, yeah, from last oh, night. They, really yeah, they, better, they, really they, better, they better hope the hell not. Right, because he because oh. Lucas already hurt and he out, and then now Kyrie hurt, they in trouble. The only team that I see, and I agree with you, coach, that could make a run these last couple games is Minnesota because I don't really trust Golden State. I have hope, but I just don't trust Golden State. Mm. I don't trust Dallas really. Oklahoma City is too up and down, but Minnesota right. getting their big guns back. I mean, let's the, be real. OKC don't have enough weapons. No, no. Yeah. no. I mean, let's be real. They below five hundred right now. Talking about playoffs. I mean, there's four teams we're talking about under five hundred. They both they all in the playoff hunt. That's crazy. And the six seed is only one game above five hundred. Like yeah. one through five is the only one that, that you clear cut to say they legit playoff teams. Everybody else yeah. on the bubble. Yep. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. So, last part of this. So, panic meter. So, teams on the bubble for so. So, on a scale of one to ten, panic meter for for each team. How do you feel? The Nuggets. So we're gonna start with them. What's your panic meter level for them as far as their chances of competing in the playoffs? Six, six, uh, seven, seven. Yeah, I'm, I'm about I'm about a six and a half, seven myself. I, it's it's a little nervous. It's a little nervous time for me as well for them. So, what about the Celtics? One to ten, eight. You're at eight? Okay. I'm only at an eight because of where, as you said, where we saw them and how they were playing and then what's going on. Right. I'm more concerned about them. They're going to be in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Where they were and to what we're seeing now at this stage in the season, they have me extremely nervous, especially now with Jalen Brown coming out, coming out with things that are non-basketball Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. focus of what you're talking about going into playoff season mm -hmm. now that's telling me that you're distracted there's there's other things distractors, yeah yeah you're right mm -hmm. that's a good point if they, if they was eight see nine then it would be like a four but being that you were 
you know, at one seed for a good long while. Yeah. And now you are consistently losing to teams that you should be wiping off the court. Yep. I, they, they got me at an eight right now. Okay. What they got you at? Yeah, I was at a seven. I might. Damn, he, he made a good point. Because I just see some troubling trends with the way they play basketball. I agree. I see yeah. some troubling trends that I know gets stuff they do that's going to get that gets you in trouble and play mm. all the time. Too much iso ball gets you in trouble and play it all the time. It does. It does. Um, I don't. I don't like. Uh, Robert Williams is not healthy, so mm-hmm. that that hurts them because you know Grant Williams is who he is, but he's. I, I he, hope they get no younger. <laughs> I hope they get no younger. Marcus Smart is not the same since the injury. True. Like I don't know, Matt. I, I just and and. That thing that Kurt said, like Jalen Brown's been talking about the racist fans, him may not be in there in the future. Like, what's going on? What's going uh, on over there? Yeah, they should have the never signed him to a permanent deal. They should have kept the interim tag on him until the end of until the end of the season. As soon as they officially took him off the interim tag, the whole season is went upside down. I think so. So you go you, back. Do you it's think super, do, so? That does that have something to do with Eme? Listen, <laughs> that's going to show. Cause I don't think this coach ready for it. I don't think this coach ready. I, I had my questions when they got when they when they, when they submitted Eme. I said, like, I don't know what is going to happen. But they was playing good, even despite the fact that Eme wasn't there for the first half. Now it's we're starting to see some some chinks in the armor. It's a yeah. marathon, not a sprint. It they really got is. That fast start. But yeah. that shit came back, and yeah. I, I don't think that coach ready. So I'm I'm about seven and a half, eight with the Celtics. I'm gonna go six and a half because I'm I'm gonna believe in my boy Jason Tatum. You know he's the president of of the uh, Light Skin Academy, so the Young Gun <laughs> Academy. So you know I'm I'm gonna hopefully you know yeah. you know he he can he can write the ship and get thing get them you know pull them along you know just drag them along with him, but. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cause for concern for sure. Like I said, again, they might be able to skate through the first round, but when they got to play the 76ers or, or the Bucks or whoever they got to play in the second round, you know, listen, you ain't right and you ain't tight. It's going to be it's gonna be good night. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Warriors, what are we, what are we have to meet with them? Six. Five. Because they had a chance, I'm gonna give them about 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 five, five and a half, six. Yeah, I'm about, I'm about five and a half, six with them. Yeah. yeah. So, Lakers, I'm at a, I'm gonna let you know right now. I'm at a ten. I'm already at ten for them. That's it's, it's, it's we we taking on water, damn it, and we don't we ain't got enough buckets. <laughs> Lakers for me, ten. I'm I'm just disgusted. Anthony Davis, man, I can't, um, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm, I'm like Mike Singletary. I can't 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 play with him. Can't coach with him. Can't do it. They are playing yeah. with fire. Yeah. They're going to mess around, not even make the play in. But go ahead. Yeah. What you got, Kurt? I want to say a two because I'm like, eh, shit. Warm <laughs> jello. But I'll go, a, I'll go a 10 as well. It's just, look, man, you, you, have, you have one of the greatest players to ever play the game. And if being in his presence, he's a savant. Of basketball, and you can't raise your level of play. Mm. And again, we said this: if anybody goes back, go back to older episodes. Whatever LeBron was doing, 
has been doing to stay physically fit. If I was AD, I move right next to him. LeBron, yeah, you said that without said me. That. Yep. Because that man and whatever he's doing can keep his body in that type of shape mm-hmm. and that shape. Your circle completes you. I'm with LeBron. They they can call me LeBron's little brother. Might as well. I don't care. Who's he trains? He does Taco Tuesday. They be like, damn, has AD moved to LeBron? Because every right. time you on Instagram, he's he did. on Instagram. Exactly. Every time yep. he in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. <laughs> look, I, look, I would have made the investment in wine with him. I right. would have made investment in tequila with him. I would have done all of that because whatever he's done to stay physically fit has not worked. I would have been again, you don't you're not in that type of presence and it doesn't rub off on you. You don't even hear LeBron even when LeBron was healthy, he stopped even talking about AD. Right. At least with Kyrie, he would hey the kid whatever. When LeBron looks and rolls his eyes every time you take a rebound and you go you hit the ground mm-hmm. and LeBron a point you brought this up coach LeBron was just like Shit, here we go again. This you just cringe every time I do hit the ground. It's like it's like it's like watching glass fall off the counter. Like you, just, you don't know if it's gonna break or not, but you just cringe and wait, right? It's lucky, it ain't, lucky it ain't Kobe. That's all I gotta say. Listen, bro, it'll be a whole different conversation. <laughs> like for real, bro. I'm nice about it. Hey, yeah, but I bro. but I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's gonna be some changes in the offseason, in my opinion. But you know, that's yeah, I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm off the train. I really am. I mean, because I mean, he's literally like this is stat. We'll tell us and we'll move on. He has played out of a qualifying 235 games up to this point in the last three seasons. He's played 122. Best abilities, availability, and he's not been available. Damn, 122 out of a whole uh, 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 235 games. That's the number. Hmm. 122 games out of 235 in the last three seasons. 82 paying, game season. Paying him a lot more money than being 52 percent. Yeah, you the time he's on the court in half half time. Exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly. If there's one, if one way to get out of me, my skin real quick, and I don't care who you are, who you play for, is that if you have immense talent and you don't work hard, he's the he's the epitome. You look up, I ain't working hard with super talent. He's the, He's the poster star. child. He's the poster child. Yep. All right, so let's take a break. We want to run a quick ad, and then we're going to get into our, our, our NFL coverage. So we'll be right back yeah. in a minute and 30.
call you back. All right, we are back. We are back with our NFL wrap-up coverage, man. Uh, I'm going to try to pivot and get my mind right. Y'all got me a little tight on about this Anthony Davis business. <laughs> <laughs> Happy little tight. I'm gonna have some. I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna say the energy for the for the 30 minute lockdown. As you saw the ad, uh, we just displayed the 30 minute lockdown each and every Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 30 minutes of hot and heavy NFL and NBA news. So we got an episode that's gonna be highly dedicated to Anthony Davis and the Lakers this week. So check that out. Um, coming this week, this Thursday at 11 a.m. But yeah, so moving over, pivoting to the NFL, man. When NFL free agency is moving, is booming. We're in week two of that. Um, a lot of things have gone down as far as free is concerned. A lot of people have uh, done well for themselves. A lot of some, some, some teams haven't done anything um, based upon the cap situation and things of that nature. So um, as a whole, man, I want to give everybody's take on exactly how free agency went, um, you know, from a perspective of who's, you know, who's the winners, who's the losers, um, you know, and uh, then we'll get into our, uh, our take on who, uh, who we think our top five is from a free agency side of perspective. So, um, you know, you know, started from the started from the bottom, moving to the top. Like who winners and losers from a free agency perspective in the first couple of weeks? Who do you feel like the winners and the losers were in free agency, real? Um, I think a a loser to me is New England. Um, you have a severe lack of skill positions on that team. That's that's always and, the case. <laughs> you have not addressed it. Um. You haven't addressed it, and this—I I don't know what's—I don't know what's going on with that team. That team is incredibly boring. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's nothing to get excited about. You know what I mean? No. Um, a, a winner. I kind of like Chicago. Okay. I like what they're doing. One thing about Chicago that I didn't understand, and maybe you can help me with this: Why not just pay Roquan if you're going to go out? And get TJ Edwards and uh, who did they get? Edmonds, True Bay Edmonds. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 I tell you exactly Ro- why. I, I tell you exactly Ro-Kong's why. Generational talent, though. Yeah, yeah, uh, but the, the the price of which called they, they paid TJ Edwards and Tremaine was only going was going to be the contract mm-hmm. Roquan X. Okay, X. that makes sense. That makes so, sense. So okay. I get two linebackers yeah. versus one for the same price. Okay. So, that's that exactly that's exactly the because they the country they offered uh Tremaine they offered Roquan Roquan wanted more. Uh, he wanted he more. Got okay. more. He, he got more from the Ravens. Right. But, okay. But that they, that's exactly what happened when that, in that situation because they wanted to keep Roquan because like he said he's like he's a generational talent. You know, but I, I traded him in for the amount of money I was willing to spend for a six five four five forty linebacker that can you know can, can cover up a lot of deficiencies being six five and can run. So right. I mean, you know, take it for what it is, and and the coach, the co- their coach likes to run a lot of cover too. So if that's your, if your middle linebacker six five, and that's your middle hole guy, I'm o- I'm good. <laughs> like, he can, I'm good. He can essentially run. What's the name? Tampa's Tampa two. They used to hey. run. They had Derek Brooks in them. If you, hey, exactly. you want, exactly, you know, exactly, you know, I, you gotta have the right personnel to be able to run that. That um, you do. That you do. I, but I like Chicago. I like that they got. Some receiving help. I think they need to address the O line a little bit, mm-hmm. to keep them upright. But getting him some receiver help um, was was good. Getting them linebacker, like you know, they got they traded out of that traded out of that uh, first pick and got all that compensation. They got a haul. Yeah, it's time. To, it's time to Chicago. It's time to stop BSing and let's let let's build a team here. Let's right. let's. 
let's get out of purgatory and build a team. I kind of like the chances they got. Like, I kind of like what they got. Um, another loser. I didn't like, I didn't like what Kansas City did. I didn't, I, I didn't like losing that lineman like that. Orlando Brown. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't like that. Uh, and, and then it helped your chief rival in in your conference because he went to Cincinnati, correct? Yeah, normally Achilles heel when it comes down to the playoffs outside of this year. That's yeah. normally the, pe- the team that gives you the most trouble. You're going to give Burrow more time to throw the ball <laughs> with, yeah. that, with yeah. that tackle being in place. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that was a that was that was that was interesting, man. Like, I don't, I don't get like so. That's my philosophy. Linemen that are like top linemen, I'm not letting them out the building. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not. I, that's we. You got to start there. Like yeah. y'all, oh y'all, coach. You got to start there. Mm-hmm. I'm not letting no top linemen out of my building. I'm sorry. I'm just not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I skill player go before that. Yeah, and yeah. I, and and Kurt and I were actually talking about this uh, backstage before you came on. Is that the issue was because they offered him a contract, and 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 on paper, it just by the number, it seemed like it was a good contract. It was better what the Bengals offered him, but it was it was it was a lot of fluff. It wasn't, wasn't a lot of the substance to the contract. And they, tried, they tried to play with him when it came down to his guaranteed money. So, so the Bengals offered him more guaranteed money up front and less voidable years on the back end. When the Chiefs try to try to play with him and give him his three years, last three of a, of a five year deal, we're going to be voidable, and I could trade you or cut you for nothing. Mm, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So, so I'm not playing with no tackle, man. I'm giving your my, left tackle. It's your left tackle. Yeah, you got your, blind, your money, blind side man. tackle. That's your blind side tackle. I'm giving them that money, bro. I'm gotta sorry. do it. Gotta do it. But yeah. hey, man, that's that business. I'm cool with it because listen, Khalil Mack should have a field day next season. Oh man, <laughs> I'm good with right, it. Right I'm now, good with it. now let's they let's they flip over and make Jawan Taylor play left because I mean, they got him from the Jags. They signed him first. Right? Are so, they going to put him at left tackle though? He ain't played left tackle since college. I don't think so. I don't know. So they might draft one. I mean, there's they, some tackles in the draft. We're gonna talk about it in a minute. There's some tackles in the draft. You know, just you know, well, we're not gonna talk about tackles today per se, but we're gonna talk about wide receivers. But regardless, there's some tackles in the draft that they could they could pick up in the, with the 31st pick, but. You know, you got to, that's a rookie, you know, versus, you know, having a, a, a established veteran. Like your tackles, I, you, you can almost get away with your guards being oh, decent, but your tackles got to be right. And if you got a young quarterback, your center got to be right too. That's not, that's my philosophy. You got to have two good tackles and you got to have a good center if you got a young quarterback. If you got an experienced quarterback, you probably get away with the center being, you know, all right. But, you know, your interior line, you could probably, you know, cheap out on, but your tackles got to be, gotta, you got to pay those. Mm-hmm. You got to pay those. So that's just my philosophy. But, yeah, I wish you there. Like I said, I, th- I think they, they they're gonna miss that. They're gonna miss that uh protection they had. Because I, th- I think they're playing the long game too. Because they gotta realize that because Creed Humphreys, their center, he's coming up soon. Uh, Trey Smith, who they who they drafted late, he's good. He's pro bowler. They looking yeah. to pay him too. So they got they gonna have to pay. They they're gonna have to you know make some hard decisions. You know, you can't pay twenty million dollars across the board. Now with Mahomes making fifty, <laughs> so yeah, 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 you're right. Got to prioritize somewhere though. Somewhere. Um, Let's yeah. see. I'm with you. Though. I still would have paid the tackle before I paid the guard. That's my that's yeah. my that's my business. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's where I live at. So yeah. So uh coach coach uh coach Curry, who you got uh winners and losers? Uh 
so my winners, and I'm going to go away since uh, Benson talked about Chicago. I do think with what they've done uh, with the draft picks, moving out that number one position, squashing all rumors of trading, uh, you know, uh, Smith and able to get draft capital and pick up uh, Claypool now, DJ Moore, who I think is going to make a uh, is going to have a tremendous connection with Smith. Uh, you mean Justin Fields? He keeps saying Smith. I don't know. I'm for some reason, thinking Justin Smith uh, with Fields. I think him and DJ Moore are going to have a very strong connection, especially like receivers that did well with Fields at Ohio State. DJ mm-hmm. fits that role, and then mm-hmm. um, what was it? Daryl was it Mooney? You know, he's he's solid and they got commit coming back. So I'm mm-hmm. you know, Benson covered the, the Bears. So for me, the winners are Saints, definitely. Uh-huh. Uh, I think the, the pick uh car uh is a to me, he's a Drew Brees type of player that's gonna be for New Orleans, meaning he's gonna galvanize the city. Very calm, cool, collected, but he's a you know he's going to give back, and you know he's still a, a a very solid quarterback. And picking up Jamal, I think is going to be tremendous. He's got an edge, he's got a chip on his shoulder. I think he's going to do very well in New Orleans with that defense. And then my other winner is the Raiders. When you when you're looking at, and I don't. I'm not a Josh McDaniels fan, but when what I'm seeing him do is smart, right? And he's doing addition by subtraction, and he's getting in the players that know his system, that can run his system, um, and he's putting those players around him. So I'm giving I'm giving the Raiders as a win, uh, as my winner. My losers: Ravens and the Jets. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. Now, I, I'm scratching my head at the Raiders thing, but the, but you right, you spot on with the Ravens and the, and the uh, Jets thing right now. They definitely mm. losing playing this playing this chicken game with their quarterback. Mm. You, you're right about that. They're definitely losing in that regard. And, they, and it's holding up the works because they can't do anything free agency wise because they don't they have uncertainty at the quarterback position. Yep. And I'll I'll go with and I hope I'm not stealing, but I feel that I am because we've talked offline. Uh, I'm gonna give it to the Panthers too, right? They're making sneaky moves. Yeah, you They're stole making- it. You stole it. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to the Panthers as well. And the, the reason why I say the Raiders is because look at when Josh McDaniel was successful uh-huh. and who was there. I think he picked up Jimmy G for a reason. Oh no, right? I get that. I get the Jimmy G signing, but everything else kind of confusing. Like I don't. If I'm you, I don't. If I'm them, I don't let Darren Waller walk out the door. And I know not why. for not for what they gave up to get to get Darren Waller, a third round pick. Yeah, I know why he let Waller walk, and Waller's not the type of player that Josh can be successful with. M- m- what is the name? Moreno, 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 Foster, Foster Moreau, yeah. Foster Moreau. Yeah, mm. Foster Moreau. He's a Josh McDaniel type of tight end. Waller, as talented as he is, mm-hmm. as great of a tight end as he is. He's not a Josh McDaniels type of tight end. Okay. Um, and, they, and they picked up O.J. Howard. They picked up O.J. Howard in, in the free agency. Who is a uh, make, uh, a Josh McDaniels type of tight end. Tall, big catching radius. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Yep, yep. yep. He's going to 
he's going to be that uh, Janu Smith type of tight end mm-hmm. for Josh. And, that's, and if you look at how he's moving, getting Jacoby in, now Hunter Winfro, who's basically going to be a Wes Welker. Um, uh, what was the other receiver? Uh, what was the other slot receiver that was Hunter there? Hunter Renfro? No, he the other guy that was in paid with the Patriots. Oh, Julian Edelman, Edelman, Edelman. He's an Edelman type of clone. Okay. Of course, he can't get rid of the number one receiver in the NFL. Oh no, you're not doing that. Not listen. You right. you want you want to get run out of town real quick? That, mm. that, you get rid of Devontae. Why you at it? Go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and do that. Fires right in. He knows your system. He knows the calls. He knows how to play. Right. And you know, yeah. I like Jacoby. I like Kobe. Yeah, Kobe's Kobe, Kobe, good. I mean, clearly that, that you know he he's a holdover from the from the uh, Patriots regime. So yeah, I, I get that, I get that. But yeah, I mean, I think they have they had. It, it, I don't see the philosophy yet. Like like you franchise tag Josh Jacobs, you, you know you let Darren Waller walk, and then you bring OJ Howard in. You know I got to see them draft in, in order to truly understand what they what they what they're, what they're trying to accomplish and what their philosophy yeah. is going to be going forward. Now you know the Raiders draft can be. It's weird. There could be some stuff that you can be like, "What?" You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yo, I cannot wait. I always am intrigued when they draft. I cannot wait. Yeah, they, they always mess up the draft board. Like, you think they're gonna draft one way? No, only pick somebody else, and then somebody falls to Man. somebody else. Like, how the hell they get him? Yeah, that's because of the Raiders. They, 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 yo, they are hilarious the way they draft. Like, agreed, agreed. Yeah. 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 Tag on Jacobs just to counter anyone, right? So if somebody all of a sudden says they want a running back and he played lights out on a contract year, franchise tag him. So that way you at least get something if somebody says, hey, we need a running back. He's one of the young top running backs. Right. Okay, we'll make a play. You'll get something back. Well, for well, you see what the market is for running backs right now because ain't nobody getting paid. So they're going to put on that franchise tag, and then I don't know what he's going to make after that because then nobody's paying running backs at this moment. Like, nobody. Like, the the, 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 the range or the average salary of running backs in free agency right now is like $3 million a year. Yeah, that's crazy. They, they, and the franchise they, tag is like 10 So he's making big money right now according to the market. Yeah. They ain't gonna keep him past this year. No, he's not. He done. They 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 gonna mess around, draft another guy in, in, in mid rounds, and go with him as Amir, and they're gonna you know they're gonna let him walk for nothing basically, unless they yeah. find like I said, they find a trade partner. But again, who's gonna take him at ten million dollars a year when they ain't nobody paying running backs at this moment? Right. Yeah. So you know, yeah, that, that's that's exactly why I was talking about uh, BC is that yeah, Eckler you know picked the wrong time to ask, ask for money because nobody's paying running backs right now. You know, then then you get you get to sal- get to salivating with a cast like B. John Robinson, Jamar Gibbs, Sean Tucker, you know, the kid from UCLA. They they all look good and they run rookie cheap deals. Why would I pay ten million dollars for it? And I can get the B. same production. B. John looking like one of the ones too. He is. He is looking like one of the ones. Like so one of the ones, man. So hey, listen, they got charges Twitter, you know, you know, you know. Having all kind of dreams, <laughs> like like having having erotic dreams about him being a charger. So it's it's you know it's it's one of those things where he he could he could definitely change your fortune if you if you have a decent old line. So you know yeah. it's, it's 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 wild. But you know for me, winners and losers, man. Uh, I said like I said, the Panthers are for me are definitely winners. I think they I think they done themselves a service from top to bottom. I agree with both of y'all takes as far as the Bears are concerned. The Bears did something really good for themselves. 
overall, you know, from a from a from a roster perspective. And he's still got two draft picks. You know, um, they got multiple draft picks, honestly, in the first, you know, few rounds to fill out their roster and the holes they're missing. So I think they'll address that um, from O-line and the D-line perspective to try to, you know, to, to fill out the trenches. And, and they should be good off and running. I think they could really fight uh, for that division. Um, same in the division. I think the Lions did them well for themselves. The Lions sne- sneaky, sneaky did themselves a, a, a service when it comes down to uh, who they picked up. They got C.J. Garner-Johnson, which was a steal. You know, he... <laughs> He overcommitted. You know, the Eagles offered him a, a, a deal. He didn't take it, betting on himself. And, and that and mother. He ah! <laughs> I know. Oh, that. Mm, yeah. yeah. So, so that, and that's going to allow them because they got two first round picks too. So they're going to allow them to pick up, you know, some some studs in the in the, in the interior on the, um, you know, from a, a cor- maybe a corner and a line and a middle linebacker or or D line. I think it will D lineman or another edge rusher, depending on who's available to pick. So they go. You you and pair with either two edge rushers or somebody like Jalen Carter and uh, the kid that drafted last year, Aiden Hutchinson. On top yeah. of they got two they got two corners and CJ in the secondary. Yeah, yeah, that that they gonna they gonna be a different team this year. I'm telling you, with Dan Campbell in their offense, you know, James is gonna be yeah. fully healthy. This see, this is why I couldn't run a team because if I was drafting for Detroit. I'm uh-huh. getting me another edge rusher. I said, you know, I'm just going. I'm that's just, no, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm just going to put somebody else on the other side yeah, of Aiden, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. coming for your quarterback. And it's going to work. Because they got a Lee McNeil. So Lee McNeil is like a 300, you know, 20, 30-pound, you know, nose tackle. So, like, you you hold it, hold down the middle. We're going we gonna to rush off the edge, and we're just going to go to work. That's what yeah, I would yeah. do. Exactly. Like, like, if I'm getting one Edison or Clancy, I'm getting one of them. I'm getting one of them. Oh, over there, you look at what he did and in, in the the amount of snaps. Yeah. Oh man, Houston's a dog as well with Hutchison. It is, I'm telling you, man. Yeah, Houston. Yeah, Houston's a sneaky pick. So you got you got Houston, whoever edge they draft, and Hutchison. Psh, good luck, good luck, yeah. bro, good luck, mm. blocking them dudes. Mm, you know, yeah. and yeah. and stays as a defensive coordinator. Oh yeah, exactly. So then the, the whole coaching regime stayed. You know, they, they hold, all they hold those from offense. Like the so Jameson gonna be a full, fully healthy. So, yeah, that, they gonna they gonna be a force to record with, man. They really are. Yeah. They, they really are. So I would say for sure, man, that they gonna definitely uh, uh, be you know a team they, between them and the Bears is gonna be the, the cream of the crop when it comes down to uh, when it comes down to uh, who gonna who gonna fight for that title because the Vikings I think are gonna take a step back. They had to get rid of Thielen. You know, um, Justin Jefferson on the contract gear, so we're gonna see how that for, for works out. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the defense is gonna look like. They got to draft defensive personnel in order for Flores to be able to run his scheme. They ain't got the personnel right now. You know, all they got is two edge rushers. That's it. Maybe somebody mm-hmm. on the defense outside of the two edge rushers. They Patrick Peterson gone, Dantzler gone. Dang, I mean Harrison Smith the only Harrison Smith and huh? I thought huh? Peterson came back to Minnesota. No, he's no, in, he's in Pittsburgh. No, he's Eric out of Kend- Tomlin. No, Eric Kendricks. Eric Kendricks is a Charger. Eric Kendricks, the Chargers, they ain't got that no defense, defense. That defense, decimated. They're they gonna be in some shootouts. This oh year. yeah, they got. They gonna have to win by shootout. And again, you're missing a weapon because you lost. You lost Thielen, and they traded. They, they traded Hawkinson. No, they got Hawkinson from the Lions, didn't they? They, got yeah, they do got Hawkinson. So they got Hawkinson, Irv Smith, and they got they got they got Justin. But you know, Justin Jefferson. But that's it. That's it. No, Dalvin, Dalvin. Dalvin. I don't know what's up with Dalvin though, either. Though, that's, yeah, that's true. Dalvin's kind of up in the air. Yep. He's injury prone too. Yeah. So, yeah. but they did sign Madison though. They did resign Madison. So they got Madison as a backup. Okay. So, yeah, but I do still think they're going to take a step back. And the other team, sneakily, I'm surprised at this, but the Houston Texans. Brady, they, Brandon, Cooks away. 
yeah, again, yeah, train Brandon Cooks away. They, they brought the all they signed Tonsil. Um, they brought in two good safeties on top of the Jalen Petrie, who they had from last year, hold up from last year, who was really good. Mm-hmm. They signed De- Singletary, they signed Singletary, they signed a couple of interior linemen, they signed a tight end. So, so you know, I like Petrie, man. I love Petrie. I watched I him Petrie. in the Dallas game, he was a maniac. He was, they he was, was losing. But like you, you, you know how some people just jump out the screen when you watch it. He mm-hmm. was hitting everything moving, bro. Like listen. he was not playing, bro. Listen, ask ask Brian and and and, and DZ in, in the chat, man. I was telling them about uh about him about the Chargers getting them because it was him and JT Woods playing for Baylor. They were both in the safeties for Baylor. And when I say both of these jokers run four sub four three, first and foremost, let's start there. So you got two sub four three safeties. And these jokers is hitting everything in the slot and in, in underneath in underneath coverages every down. It was it was amazing. It was amazing. Bruh. Like and that guy was came, he like, was going crazy. I was like, amazing. yo, this dude, he was hitting everything, bro. Like it was crazy. I was like, yo, mm. I like this dude. Win or yeah. lose. Like yeah. he didn't care. Like he, he didn't. was knocking heads off. And, he, bro. and they knew they were going anywhere, but he was still balling. Him and, yeah. him and Damian Pierce. Him and, him and Damian Pierce was the bright spots of the whole team. Yeah, year, I like, like Cuz, man. I like Yeah, Cubs. I definitely do, too. So, yeah, I think Houston did well for themselves. Of course, the Carolina Panthers. Um, you know, to y'all point, I say, until they figure out what they're going to do about Lamar, the Ravens are definitely losing. Um, yeah. I, I also think that, uh, you know, the Jets, and, they, and who knows, God knows what they're going to do about this trade when they come down to getting Aaron Rodgers. But I still think they probably gave up too much or going to give up too much by signing all the people he wanted and, and then trading the people away and this and the third. And what's going to, you know, him bringing these receivers in, what's going to do about the receivers that's already there? Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, you know, uh, you know, Gary Wilson. What, how, how do they feel? How do they don't feel about him only throwing a Lazard? How they going to feel about that? that? That's that's crazy, too. That's crazy, too. You know, and, you know, I think that, um you know, overall with um, – you know, as far as what they, what they um didn't do, you know, in free agency, because they really couldn't, you know, they were kind of hamstring by the idea they couldn't do anything because they don't know what Lamar's future going to be. Or are they going to get draft capital? They're going to sign them. What they're going to do is is really hampering their ability to to revamp their team. So, you know, and then if this thing plays out further past the draft, and if somebody does make a move after the fact, you you don't get no draft picks out of it this year. You got to wait mm-hmm. till next year. Yeah. So that's that's a whole other dynamic too. But um, but yeah. Um, you see that in uh, in the, God knows what the Cardinals are doing. That's another problem I got too. The Cardinals shaking my head, like, what are they doing? They're, they're losing to me. It's, they're, they're weird. They're, yeah. weird. they're weird. They're weird team. They're gonna, they're gonna be getting their heads hit again this year. Yeah, they are. And they're and and in low key, if you're talking about another low key winning that we never really not paying attention to, and I'm not sure exactly what they're gonna do at the top end of the draft, but the Seahawks. The Seahawks did do are doing 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 well for themselves as far as being being two, it took took them a season to have the rebuild and they made the playoffs in the, in the time in, in doing the rebuild. They made the playoffs and doing the rebuild and they still are building to the future. And they got I think they got two first round picks this year too. So yeah, they are they they are coming players away. If I was a Seahawks, I'll be going defense again. I'll be going I'm going I'm going defense or offensive line. If I was first a Seahawks. Anthony Richardson. That's what I said. That's what I said. I said they're going to pick up. Y'all think, think yeah. so? Oh, yeah. man. That's it. That's, that's, ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly what I think. Yeah. Y'all want some shit. Okay. The thing okay. about it, they signed Gino for a three year deal, right? We talked about this a couple weeks ago. They signed us a three year deal, and the last year was voidable. So if you let Richardson sit for two years and you feel like he's ready after the second year, 
Guess what? You can you can cut Gino or trade him, and you got Richardson for the future. I don't Ooh, even. That's, that's interesting. I, that's interesting. I don't. I don't cut or trade him. I flip him because you. If if Gino loves being there as much as he says, mm-hmm. Gino the type of player that will tutor Richardson, and mm-hmm. then have no problem being Richardson's backup. That's In true. My, that's true. You're right about that. Him tutor him, and then you say, "Look, we want you to stay around, Gino. If anything happens, you know the offense. You know, be the the senior statesman that guides, right. and we want to keep you another two years." Um, to back him up just in case. So you keep him there for four years. He's already said how much he loves it. And he's willing to take a pay cut. They paid him. I think he's going to be loyal to them in a mm-hmm. way. Right? Loves being in Seattle. So you keep him there another four years. Yeah. That's, that's, that's some interesting thinking, man. Like I, I didn't even think about it like that because I, I was just thinking like, how do we fix that defense? Because that defense. I mean, cause they did pick up a couple of interior D linemen. So they don't necessarily need to do that. They do need the edge rusher though. Uh, as they, yeah, but they can I also the, remember they, they can top of the second, they pick it at the top of the second round too, so they can get an address in the second round. Yeah, possibly, yeah. I, yeah. I like that corner. Uh, Tariq Woolen is oh, he's a beast star. Yeah, um, I think Kobe Bryant is pretty good too. Yeah, so I, yeah, man, that's mm, man, I can't wait for the draft now. I didn't even think about that. That's interesting. Yeah, if they I, do I, that, man. Oh, Richardson. Yeah, uh-huh. man. Yeah, Kurt. Yeah, Kurt and I talked about. I don't know. If we did talk about on the show. We talked about offline, but we talked about it already. And we said that would be a sneaky, savvy move based upon how Gino's contract is structured. That they can let him sit because he needs to sit. He can't start right away. We all grow up. I think we all agree with that. He got to right. sit and learn. And I think that's the best thing for him. But the moment he is is right and whole, and they got the accuracy issues under control, then his with his dynamic playmaking abilities and his arm. Ooh. And that I mean, the receiving core thing about him and Deke, and they and they mess around get a receiver in that time frame to match up with Richardson. They can run. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, it, it could be it could be it could be having this in Seattle for a little bit. See, see, they can go they they can get real ignorant and get enough receiver, and it'll get ignorant. It was. It's one receiver that if you put him and TK that's gonna look real ignorant. Yeah, filthy. Real filthy. Yeah, because you know, I love Tyler Lockett, but he getting up there in age. But yes, he, he is. And he's, he's a small receiver. Yeah. But he's he's small. It's one we're gonna talk about receivers, so I'm not gonna say his name, but it's one if you put on that team on the other side of DK Metcalf. Yeah. <laughs> Woo boy, good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, anytime Richardson takes the number 15 in the league, AR 15, that'd be tight. He got to. He got to. He got to. That's a good one. From it in in at at Florida. At Florida, he did. Yep. So why not? Why not? But he won't brand it AR fifteen. Right. Right. That's, why not? Why not? So. So yeah, man. I think the overall, I mean, winners and losers. I think that um, you know, overall, I think that the the Panthers, the I think the uh, like you said, the Bears did well for themselves. The Saints did well for themselves. Um, I think Houston sneakily, especially with them picking at the top end of the draft multiple times. You know, they got two first rounders, a few seconds and thirds. So they can, they can, they can, they can. They're about two years. They're about a two drafts away from being back and being relevant for sure. Because they will get their quarterback. They will get some star people up front. And you know they're gonna need a receiver two or three because they got cooks and all they got is cooks. They let cooks go, but they got Robert Woods and a bunch of in in Mechie. That's pretty much all they got. So they need us mm-hmm. need some receivers as well. But outside of that, man, I, I like what D'Amico's doing so far from a personal perspective. I, I definitely give him credit for that. 
mm-hmm. know, so that's definitely a sneaky one for me. Again, I, I don't know what Kurt was talking about the Raiders. I still got to shake my head about that one, but you know, whatever. They, they, they always mind a dysfunction. That's why I never give them credit for anything because they always <laughs> seem, seem to mess it up some kind of way. But um, but overall, man, you know, we we talked about it, you know, from a free agency perspective. So from a signing perspective, so let's talk about our top five. So our top five uh, picks for each one, each coach was uh, for me was Trey Main Edmonds to the Bears, Jesse Bates to the Falcons, Von Bell to the Panthers, Derek Carter Saints, and Morgan Fox with the Chargers. Coach Curry had Fletcher Cox going back to the Eagles, Miles Sanders going to the Panthers, Jamal Williams going to the Saints, Leonard Brown going to the Bengals, Jesse Bates going to the Falcons. Coach Benson had Tremaine Edmonds to the Bears, uh, Jesse Bates going to the Falcons, Orlando Brown to the Bengals, Rashad Penny to the Eagles, and Jacoby Myers to the Raiders. So, yeah, those are, those are our top five free agency signings. So let us know in the chat how you feel about those and who's your top favorites. And uh, and uh, give us your, your comments in the in the uh, video if you watch this on replay. But, yeah, those are our tops. So let's move over to the draft, man, as we wrap this show up. Um, let's talk about it, man. Uh, now, we're doing our, uh, our ongoing coverage of the NFL Draft Showcase. Uh, we, week one, we did quarterbacks. Week two, we did running backs and tight ends. This week, we're doing wide receivers. So um, it, it's a it's a it's an interesting class. It's not as loaded as it was last year, but it's some interesting it's interesting characters when it comes down to the wide receiver room and who's uh who's um going to be you know the next Pro Bowler coming out of the draft, right? So um, you got names like Quentin Quentin Johnston, Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, Jackson Smith, Najiba. Nathaniel Tank Bell, Josh Dobbs, Kayshawn Boudé, Jalen Hyatt, you know, A.T. Terry is another game that I've been hearing a lot lately. Trey Palmer, Mike Marvin Mims. The list goes on. So, so from the panel's perspective, you know, you know, if you had to pick one guy to change your franchise overnight, who's your guy? Mm. Okay. One. Guess one. Just one. Just one. Okay. I mean, if you give me, because there's different, there's different prototypes in this draft. Because you got a few possession receivers out here, you got a few slot guys, you got a few guys that are a little bit of hybrid. Like I would like to believe that Jackson Smith Najib was probably a hybrid. He can play outside, inside. Yeah. Some cats like Zay Flowers can only play in the slot, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like Jordan Addison can play outside, inside. So give yeah. me your prototype X and give me your prototype slot. Who, who's your change? Who's your game changes? So with that being the case. Do like Mingo, but I'm gonna stay focused. I'm gonna go Hyatt and Smith, Jackson Smith. Jackson. Those are the two. Those are the two for me. Uh, okay. I, I really Jordan Addison as well. But uh-huh. if you had to give me game changers, looking at Hyatt, um, he's gonna have to put a little weight on, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I know they every you know pundits are saying, oh, they scripted him getting open and all that. The young man can fly. Oh, he can, he can run. He definitely can run. He can run, and he can uh, go get it. So they scripted him right because he was the most wide-open receiver that I've ever seen that was a number one receiver. Uh-huh. But I really think Smith is going to be uh, a very productive slot receiver. He's six mm-hmm. uh He's super quick. He's not exceptionally fast, mm-hmm. but he's super quick. And I think that's going to pin well for NFL teams now that we see uh, how how they use um, how they use the slot. But yeah, he he's my and I really am pulling for Nathaniel Bell. I saw Stephen uh, uh, Steve Smith Senior do mm-hmm. a breakdown on him. Yeah, I like the young man. I, I do. do like- I, I do too. I'd like Tank. I like Tank. But only problem with Tank is he's five ten one sixty five. 
He can fly though. Four four nine forty at the combine. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get one seventy five. The NFL's gonna put some weight, but he does have to go. Unlike these other receivers, he does have to go to the right scheme for him. Yeah. But he can ball. But yeah, that's that's mine. Hyatt and uh, JSN. Okay. Um, for me, it's based on what your team base like, what you're looking for, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I think Jalen Hyatt in the right situation can have like a crazy rookie year because he's like, like, like with the Chargers and in, throwing and let Justin Herbert throwing the ball, right? <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> You, you laughing, but that's real. No, because, I'm serious. I'm serious. I've been picking Jalen Hyatt and Mox for weeks. You got to worry about Sick. the that's other cool. route runners and the underneath stuff, and he's taking the top off. Oh, oh, exactly. exactly. You know what I'm saying? So for a team like the Chargers, Jalen Hyatt, I like Parker Washington as a Debo Samuel-type power I'm, slot. I'm I mean, he's broke. Like, if you look at his, he's, he's like five ten to fifteen. Yeah, he, yeah, he's. A, that's a unique build for a wide receiver. But uh-huh. he, break, if you watch him, he breaks so many tackles. So he's like a. Yeah. You can move him around. Yeah, Debo Sam is a good comp. So D- yeah. D- Debo is a good comp for him. You're, you're absolutely right. The one true number one is Quentin Johnston. Get out of here! Get out of here! That I, that I, I could see. Listen, let me He's let me consistent for me. Listen, let me finish. I'm, I'm going, I'm going, 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 going. I can see him. I can see him being either DK Metcalf or Justin Blackman. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, oh, I, I like I like where you're going with you that. Get what I, you get what I'm saying? I like, I like where you're going with the that. Okay. Potential of being a true number one is there, right. but the inconsistency could make him be a waste of the natural six four two fifteen eleven inch broad and a like 40 all, inch vertical all, all of that is all of that is like amazing yeah. you got to put it together so he yeah. can go he can go either two ways he can either yeah. go like i said dk yeah. or he can go justin blackman you know what i'm saying very true Stay flowers slot yep. slot guy uh-huh. so it's just depending on on the teams but i really like i like Jalen hyatt i'm sorry i see him whether they schemed it or not, I see him open all the time. I'm sorry, all the time. he's open all the time, all the time. like all wide the time. open, bro. Like, I think in the right system, maybe the Chargers, mm-hmm. the Eagles. Yep, he would be a pain. He would have a a real big rookie year because you know, <laughs> yeah, he's right. DZ's right. I think. Quentin's losing a little bit of the less. I see the potential, right? right. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like, I didn't like him in the in the in the what's the name game, like it's in the, in the, in the playoff game. Yeah, yeah, playoff yeah, game, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So he got, he has, he's boomer bust. He's he's yeah. the biggest boomer bust for me. Okay, uh, it's where he can be legit or he can be, you know, trash. But I'm I'm like uh, I'm like I like I like Jalen Hyatt. And I really like Parker Watson. I think in the right system, especially he'll be a day two guy. He will be. And it'll be a steal. It'll be it'll be a steal. He'll be a day mm-hmm. two guy. It'll be a steal. And one person I didn't speak about is Jordan Addison. He stole it. I was going to talk about him. Go ahead. Little light, little light in the ass. Little, but, a little bit, a little bit. But a baller. Yeah, but a baller. One seventy five. One seventy five on a good day. 
separation. But look, yeah. look at Devontae Smith. Like I, yeah. I'm not, I don't count these With dudes the, out. Devon, I, yeah, Devontae's an anomaly for me. Like I, I was suspecting him to be an injury prone receiver because of his frame, but he surprised me in the fact that he's been able to stay healthy the last two seasons. Yeah, he 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 hasn't got. He might have got the 170 yet. He yeah. might have. Right. So yeah, that's that's mine. But I, I agree with uh, Kurt. I like I like Jalen Hyatt. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm with y'all. I mean, slam dunks for me, you know, I would say for sure the JSN is a slam dunk. If, if the Chargers somehow, some way, the JSN falls to them at 21, just hand the card in. Just hand the card in. We need that. We need yeah. that. We've been talking about this on, on Twitter. We've been talking about this in the chat on the Wild West Pocket. We've been talking about it everywhere. We talk Chargers news that, that we get our chance, like, get our hand grips on, get our, we get our heavy mitts and paws on JSN. We're going to take, we got to take them. You know, I'll give, I don't care about Austin Eckler. I don't care about the B. John Robinson. We need JSN in our lives, right? But they they got to project to go, you know, probably as high as 15, right? So, um, you know, so we won't necessarily have the chance to get them unless we trade up, which we're not going to do. So, for me, you know, because Jordan Aston's a little light, you know, to me, you know, slam dunk for me for a prototype that would the Chargers need perspective from, from what the Chargers need in our perspective, we need a slot guy. So, Jalen Hyatt is the, is the guy for me. Like you say, his frame, his speed, his elusiveness, the ability to stretch the field. I mean, line him up with him, Keenan Allen, and Mike Williams on the outside. Line him up in the slot. Let's go to Good work. Good luck. Good right, luck. Let's go to work. Let's go to work. I'm turning, I'm turning the TV off. <laughs> you need a damn A show. Ed Coriel all over again. Hey, I see man. To the Chargers. I'm turning the TV off. <laughs> but, but listen, you just check for the news because I might be dancing down the street. <laughs> oh, no. Nah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Shops will go crazy. He gonna go crazy if that if that happens. Go in and it's with this twenty first pick, the Chargers I'm, pick, Jalen Hyatt. I, I'm turning it off because I don't have to think what you're gonna be doing. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be unbearable for next week's show. Just know that. Listen, <laughs> if we land Jackson Smith and Dejibo or Jalen Hyatt, I'm gonna be unbearable. The next show, I'm just I'm gonna let you know I'm gonna be obnoxious as hell. I'm just gonna let you know that. It's, I'm just I'm just letting you know, prefacing it now. I'll give you a buff notice. <laughs> so, so you know. both of y'all, I got a question for both of y'all. What is Quentin Johnston missing, yo? All right, what consistency, is it? like his size, his frame, his speed, his 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 physical abilities are great, but he has he has inconsistent concentration drops. Is it here? Is it here? It could be a combination of both of those, but like, but big moments and big, big games, big catches. When I get, I have to have it. I'm questioning about whether or not he gets there. He's a college. Not, you know, I'm, I'm scarred by TCU receivers because yeah, I agree course, with that. I'm a I'm an Eagles fan, and uh, mm. and we hey, drafted Jalen Rager. DZ, listen, I, I'm I'm gonna need a minute. If he goes to the Chiefs, I'm gonna need a minute. Oh, yeah. I'm now. I'm throwing my controller through the. Through the TV, if he goes to the Chiefs, if he goes, yo, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh, listen, I'm about to see the see the MF for two times a year. Oh yeah, year. yeah, yeah, yeah. You you should really dad. Well, I ain't even man. I ain't even think about that. Can yeah. you imagine? Can you imagine? I can't. I'm hoping not. Like I'm hoping that they want to draft a lineman. Y'all need a tackle. F the receiver. You need a tackle. Like yeah, yeah. Just focus on the old line. You don't need a receivers. You don't need them. Oh, that was suck. It was. It yeah. was. But, but, let, but let me give you a name. There's a, probably a day three guy that that could that could shock a lot of people and be good that people are sleeping on. At Terry, At Perry, Ot At Perry, At Perry, At Perry, six foot five, yep. two hundred five pounds. He runs a four four forty. He has eleven point one inch broad and a thirty five inch vertical at six foot five. Yeah, from West Virginia. Yes. Ooh. Yes. No, Wake Forest. Wake Forest. I'm saying, yeah, wait, wait, wait for us. Wait for us. 
I'm not mm. worried about Johnson. He's he's Anthony Davis of college football. Who AC? No, Quentin Johnson. Oh, Quentin Johnson. Okay, yeah. Big the big talent don't work hard. That that's a possibility. That's a possibility. Hey, BC, listen, we we gonna, we gonna have to we gonna need a padded room together. Like this gonna just this just this all pick us all up in the paddy wagon and send us yeah, all man. If Jalen Hyatt goes to the Chiefs, man. Yeah, that's that'll be trash. Oh god, that'll be trash. Oh, oh my god, I, I, I'm, I listen, listen. We might listen. To it. I would be obnoxious if we get them, but I we cast on the show the week after we don't. If we if the if the Chiefs get them, like we're not doing the show that week. I don't want to. I don't want to hear the slander. I don't want to hear the slander because I know every Chiefs fan is gonna come on here and talk his shit, and I don't want to deal with it. Oh, we see a graphic go up that this week's episode has been canceled Cancel. due to unseen circumstances. There you go. <laughs> right. Right. Just just pop the live stream up and just put the graphic up. Just let it run for an hour. Just say, <laughs> we need it. We, we please respect our time and you know please respect our privacy in this time of need. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pray, pray for us. Pray right. for us. No. Sneaky. Let Jordan at let Jordan Addison go to the Eagles. Oh, listen, <laughs> listen. You mean to tell me AJ Devontae and Jordan working working the slot position? Ooh. Oh, oh man, oh, man. yeah, uh, yeah. That's rough, man. That's rough. That'll From, be that'll get. So I'm glad you brought that up because before we get out of here, I want to give uh, Coach Benson a take on it since he's here. Now I do also want to get you get you uh, to commit for our hundredth episode. This is we on ninety seven right now. So the week I want to say the week of the twelfth, if we doing episode one hundred. Okay, I'll be, just getting, I'll be just getting back from um, vacation. So yeah, that's that'll work. Perfect, perfect. So the Tuesday, the Tuesday, of the week of the twelfth, I believe. Let me give you the date real quick um, while we're talking. Um, it is the eleventh, the April eleventh. Yeah. Okay. okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so, well, so your two draft picks you got in the first round. Who y'all taking? <laughs> um, if it was me, I'm going Christian Gonzalez. I love Christian Gonzalez. I absolutely love Christian Gonzalez. Listen, I love Devin Witherspoon, but for some reason, I love Christian Gonzalez this that much more. If he's there. I'm going Christian Gonzalez, and I'm hoping I can get. Uh, see, this all depends on the rest of what we do with free agency. Because mm. um, as we currently stand, I would like another D lineman. I would like a, um, a, and with our second one, possibly Brian Breesy. Um, okay. From Clemson. Um, yeah, I, like that. I like that. But if we were to go. And flip it and go D line earlier. Uh-huh. And our first pick, I like the kid from Pitt. Um, okay, oh, Kansi. Yeah, yeah, I like, yeah. I like uh-huh. the kid from Pitt, and then Joey Porter Jr. Late. So mm-hmm. I, I'm. That's what I would. I would go. Um, now here's the thing: if we don't address the safety position before then. Then of course Brian Branch is a late uh, option. I think y'all can I, y'all can get him or a couple other safeties in the second round though. Honestly, you think we can get Branch? If we can get Branch in the second round, then I, then I'm cool. But I, I, Clancy, Clancy looks like he might be one of just, one. Just what DC said. He said Don, Aaron Donald Light. That's what yeah, they're man. Is. You That's match him up next. 
match him up next Jordan to Jordan Davis. Oh, go, oh, good, good night, good night. Just, just write this ticket for the Super Bowl, and then go. And you know what? That might be the move. Go there, and then go Joy Porter Jr. with the second one. You are getting mm-hmm. a, a a corner? To be honest with you, I think a lot of people are sleeping on Quentin uh, Christian Gonzalez. That they might pick Porter over Gonzalez. I think they gonna go really. Spoon. Yes, the box have with has Witherspoon going, Porter going, then Gonzalez. Gonzalez is my favorite out of the. I, out of, I agree. I like Witherspoon too. Love, Gonzalez is my favorite. Witherspoon is just he's just a prototypical Jalen Ramsey s type corner. Like he do it all. But right. from an athleticism perspective, Chris Gonzalez is that dude. I, I yeah, he was he's my favorite corner out of the draft. So that yeah, if if I was for the Eagles, I would go corner and interior D uh, and D lineman um, as they currently sit down. Uh, now who's to say like if I was running a team, you know, things would I would go get Bobby Wagner right now. Smart. Um smart. We need a veteran presence in that linebacker room. You, you do. That's the Kobe Dean. Uh-huh. Um, you saw what he did last year. He's still a baller. So I would go there. Second team All Pro in in, in year what? Was he thirty two, thirty three? Yeah, mm-hmm. I would yeah. go there. Give him two years. Boom, go there, mm-hmm. and then if it if the, the the thing shakes out like how it is now, I'll probably try to get Clancy and then get a corner in with the second pick, and he's sitting pretty. And then hopefully. Brian Branch fall to you in the second round. Because you obviously should you could go from you go to Brian Branch, Jamie Robert, Jamie Robinson, or Jordan Battle. And I think that's still Jordan be good Battle, yeah, yeah. And you and you sitting pretty. You yeah. you 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 looking. We don't have a whole lot of holes on that team, mm-hmm. and especially with in the in the NFC where the quarterback play isn't the greatest. It's trash. Oh, Jalen might be the Jalen might be the best quarterback in the NFC. Ain't, ain't no Mike. The moment Aaron Rodgers leaves to go to the AFC, he's the best quarterback in the NFC. It's, it is, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I would do, man. I would, I would do, and with every day, Clancy just moving up my, yeah. like he's just starting to look like one of them ones. Yeah, I'm man. with you. I'm with you. Like I said, if he turns out to be anything, you know, remotely close to where Aaron Donald is, y'all got to, y'all got a ball. With him and Jordan Davis, it oh man, you so know they how we, realize they, and they're gonna be they're gonna be paying up for the next four to five years, guaranteed. Oh, that's like that's man. like what that's like what the commanders did with uh with Deron Payne and, and, and Jonathan and Jonathan Allen. You pay them jokers up next to each other for the next three three to four years and just be good interior. And you see how long them two interior D linemen masked the other deficiencies of that defense and had Correct. them. Correct. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah. man. Yep. I don't know, man. I saw Reddick and, and, and sweating him on the on the edge too. Mm. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Man. Good man. night. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I'm with it. I'm with it. So yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's gonna be interesting, man. Like I said, we got it. We got about a month out. We about a month out from the draft, man. And like I said, we're gonna talk about uh, that and everything else uh, on the handle episode, man. So we appreciate if you come back then. And I appreciate you having you today talking about everything 76ers, talk about them in the length, talk about the playoffs, talk about the draft, free agency, man. We did it all today. So, man, if, if you didn't watch this live, check the replay out. Uh, like, comment, subscribe if you're new. And, uh, man, we'll be back next week as always, giving you know, rolling out more and more uh, topics on for the NFL and the NBA, man. But in the meantime, between time, appreciate DZ and BC coming through it late, you know, showing love, man, as always. And um, as, as always, we'll be back next week with more content. In the meantime, between time, that's Coach Rell, Coach Kurt. I'm Coach Davis. Until next week, we'll see you when we see you. Step up.
and lock it down.